Hey, Billions. Uh, it's Dead Air Records. This is Leo from the future. The year is 2022. A global pandemic grips the entire world. Marauding bands of truckers now control Canada. Um, <laughs> I am uh, I'm recording this as a new intro. Um, because at some point in the last uh, couple years, some of our podcast streaming services took down the very first episode of Dead Air Records called uh, Episode 1, Bad Choices, Part 1, where we document the first chunk of our lives leading all the way up to getting into Juilliard and what that process was like and the stresses and triumphs of all of it. Um... I've received a number of emails over the years asking kind of what happened to that first episode, where it went, can we find it, can we hear it again, so I wanted to reissue it in the (laughs) remastered deluxe edition um, that you are hearing now. It's cute going back and poking around in here. At a certain point I reference uh, Juilliard and how it'll someday be a distant memory, maybe when I'm 29, which is the age I just happened to turn about a week ago. Um, so it's a, it's a cute little time capsule to go and listen to. Um, Dead Air Records in this format is sort of uh, defunct, but Dead Air Records in its other forms is still producing content and we'll have new things coming down the pipeline soon. Reach out to me if you want at deadairrecords at gmail.com to stay updated on what's going on and enjoy Bad Choices Part 1, the origin story. Alright, love y'all. Stay safe. Posters. Does he have any poster merch yet? Dude, I'm sure he does. I want some posters. I want that poster of that like Street Fighter version of him that you have on your t-shirt. Oh, shit. I want that as like a real done-up poster. That would be a sick one. That'd be cool. Though uh, I don't know if he okayed that shirt. That that shirt company yeah. always um, seems Sneaky. to have like these weird couple-day specials that only exist as long as, <laughs> as, long like, as somebody like, doesn't find out that they're yeah, doing it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I like that. That's like a market in this day and age. Is just like yeah. the how long can we get away with it? Market. Yeah, it's just like some hilarious like late capitalism shit. For sure. For sure. It's just like yeah. Um, and it's like, how could you even be mad if you found yourself <laughs> on a sick ass T-shirt? Like, I don't know. Just that you're not getting paid for it, I guess. Right. Yeah. But like, people download your music all the time. I feel like um, people have a weird relationship where they expect music to be free, but nothing else. <laughs> and I feel like, like, and like movies and shit like that. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The last time I paid for a movie. True. Yeah. True. Like, if if at all possible, I'm gonna watch that shit online, even if it turns into like art fiasco. Last night, trying to watch that documentary. Yeah, because like, there's already. I don't know. Unless it's something that like you feel like really needs money. That you really, really like goes back to our a little bit into our into our topic uh, from Yesterday. from the other day. Uh, support the shit that you like to support, man, in whatever yeah. in whatever way that you can, or um, don't, or, or steal fucking it. don't. Yeah, like I <laughs> they do. don't deserve shit. <laughs> neither do we. And then complain about well, like how all your favorite shit is dying. 
Yeah. And, Steal and it and then talk about how it ain't shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rip it for all it's worth and then yeah. complain to people that it ain't good enough and it ain't his it ain't like his old stuff. Right. That you also fucking stole. <laughs> you fucking hypocritical little fuck. Ah, um <laughs> we just okay. We're going off. Um <laughs> it's weird to transition back to what I was aiming to talk about here because we could do a couple hours just on this. Yeah. Um, but shifting uh, gears, yeah, shifting Skr- gears, skifting, skifting, skifting queers gears. a little bit. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to get into maybe what could be like the first part of a uh, a, a multi <sighs> multi episode huh. plot line. Which is that, like, for better or for worse, um, we we have one thing going for us, and going for us is a stretch of the imagination. But it is that we both went to uh, like the most like world renowned like music conservatory in the world, and that shit left some marks. Um, mm-hmm. But I've also noticed I've been I graduated a couple years ago, and some of the some of the hurt is starting to ebb away. And it's starting to not be as as big a deal as it once was to me, so I feel like it might be a nice time to uh, to uh, just record some like final thoughts about it yeah. before uh, it fades into like two, because it's gonna eventually be something I don't really care that much about. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, that that happened and like yeah. was a shitty thing, but like I'm past that because I'm fucking like. 29 or something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, when you texted me saying that you wanted to talk about that. Um, I was like, has it been long enough? <laughs> yeah. I was like, is maybe. it too? Is it too? Like, like, is, is the is wound it, too fresh? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like almost been three years. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to the class of 20, 2015. 2014. 2014. You were almost in the class of 2015, man. I was in By between. a hair's breadth. <laughs> I was, yeah. By, <laughs> by the sheer skin of your teeth, as I they say. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, so what we're going to, I thought maybe a nice place to start would just be uh, the um, the beginning of it, which I feel like is before a lot of like the hate started and might be kind of a like a charming thing to talk about is like what kind of shit was... Uh, what kind of shit led up to you even like applying to Juilliard? Um, because you graduate, yeah, you you, because applying to Juilliard, the thing you have to like start preparing for like a while before you even like can apply to Juilliard. Right. So S- especially if you're like a performer, but I don't really know what it's like for composers. When I was, so I'd always taken like music lessons and shit, and was always doing music all the time. But like in for like you took private lessons for voice, guitar, and piano. No, I never took guitar lessons. No, um, no. <laughs> Would you I take lessons? Yeah, <laughs> just voice. Um, but well, no, I I n- there was a point wherein like I spent a ton of my money on lessons for random shit like piano and stuff right before applying to school. Uh huh. Um, because I played all the time. And stuff. I just like, I don't know. Since there was like kind of a growing seriousness that that was what I was actually gonna do. Like when I was sixteen, like the band that I was in, like we all decided to stop because we didn't want to do it anymore. But I still wanted to do music stuff. What kind of band? It was like a weird post rock 
kind of thing. You okay. have I don't think you've heard this. I one. think you played it for me like right when I met you and you were like showing me the type of shit you had been doing before getting to Juilliard. Right. But it's been a while. Yeah, I'm not trying to listen to that. No, um, <laughs> no one is. No one is. And um, but <laughs> but um, like I spent so much time at this like recording studio that like some like this guy had heard our a demo or something and like offered to like this big dude named Corey Spots. This big big. Dude. He was actually a kind of little dude, um, but he felt like a big dude. Uh huh. Um, because he had recorded like all the local bands that we really liked and other bands and shit. That makes you a big dude in certain circles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so like I, I like me and Garrett, but like mainly me, I like put a lot of effort into writing all these fucking songs and like recording all the parts and yeah. shit like that. Because literally, like when it came down to it, like nobody in the band showed up. To, like, record or to ever play any shows or to practice or anything. And, like, slowly it just became, like, this very, like, sad thing of me being, like, wait, oh, this is just, like, my project, I guess. Like, I'm just, like, working with this guy. This is also, like, when I, like, I don't know. It was a very uh, turbulent and... Shut up, O'Malley. I love you, but... Daddy's busy. Um, turbulent high school yeah, life. Sure. But but um, I'm, I'm getting off topic. Um, basically, like, there came a point where I realized, like, I was, like, orchestrating some string shit and stuff on in, like, this studio with this guy on my album stuff and, like, putting a lot of shit together. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, this is, like, what I've always been doing in some form or another. Like, whether on the computer or, like, with my friends or whatever. Like, I, this is what I like to do. Um, and I was, like, vaguely aware of n- new composition and the fact that people still composed music. I don't know how. I think through my voice teacher, mm-hmm. um... Tom Jones, the most... That was who you're having, like, private lessons with? Yeah, Yeah. who's, like, one of the most incredible musicians ever. Um, And he was, like... It wasn't even shit that was, like, really bumping or anything. He just showed, like, just showed me some stuff. I forget what it was. Um, I think first he showed me some old Renaissance music because that was really his his jam. Um, So I learned about that first. And like tried to write some some voice music or whatever, you know, some a little some songs set to some corny ass texts from poetry that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were like studying like classical voice. Yeah, yeah. So you were like not unfamiliar with like the whole scene of it. Um, of like classical, like you knew that like classical music was still being like written and right. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like before I. Did voice lessons? I singing took, some Eric Whitaker. Whatever. I, I played viola before. Yeah. Viola was my my gateway drug to uh-huh. all this. Um, but that was like years in the past. At this point, when I was sixteen, like I stopped playing the viola when I was like twelve. Okay. Um. And so, after a while, my voice teacher, I think, was like, "I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not a composer person. You should go." talk to somebody at asu like there's that asu is arizona state university to those billions um Mm -hmm. and i was like 
drive right there? <laughs> like, is that something that people do? Um, is that a school thing? Because um, I was starting to also think about like what I wanted to do after high school. Right. And um, he was like, yeah, you should look up the faculty, send them an email. And I did. Um, this guy named James DeMars. Um, and, um, at this time I had like downloaded Sibelius, I think, or no, I hadn't yet because DeMars told me to, DeMars told me to download Sibelius. I was doing this shit still on GarageBand. (laughs) I was like, and then like, I, okay. So I brought my computer, my laptop, I think. Mm-hmm. This the very same one <laughs> um, that I <laughs> that is Spider Man and the Hoagie. Yeah, Spider Man and the Hoagie since day one. Uh-huh. Um, and I went into his house. I had never met the person. I sent him an email and was like, "I hear that this happens." Um, this meaning w- like studying composition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was. Yeah. I. I. Sh- I wasn't as ignorant as it's seeming to be from my vague telling of the story but, yeah but like yeah like i had done my fucking research i had like gotten familiar with some basic shit you know like and basic some, like uh, compositional shit you're talking about like yeah so yeah, what, yeah. how did you how did you like just like googling stuff and like yeah, reading about it that was a lot of it yeah um googling stuff mainly googling music to listen to um because i didn't know like any of it uh-huh. at all like i had never paid attention to classical music other than voice music um and which is really weird looking back uh-huh. um and so you know like i i like what does google tell you to to do if you want to become a composer <laughs> no, it's not like that like i would look up like beethoven like i had never really sat and listened to beethoven before uh-huh. you know um and I would look up what pieces, you know, and I was like, I don't want to know just like these stupid pieces. I looked up like a thing of all of his, all of his music and like kind of started from the last things that he wrote and kind of tried to work backwards. Okay. And I did that for like every composer that was mentioned to me, I suppose. Like my voice teacher, we did a lot of Schubert and Schumann. Mm -hmm. I really, I knew who those people were first, I think. Like I really knew their music first. Um, and, um, yeah, so I went into DeMars's house and it was his house, like, which was kind of weird. Um, like knowing some stuff, mm-hmm. having written like a little weird three minute orchestra, like MIDI orchestral prelude thing. Right. Um, yeah. on garage band where I, I labeled out which instruments were, which, cool. um, and I showed him this, and he's like, you can't use this. Like, how would you print this out for people to play? And that was, like, something I had never thought about. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like that was literally... Uh, when he, I remember that. He said that, and I was like, uh, I'll write it by hand, because I thought that's what you do. And he's like, no, you have to get... And he, like, took me over, and his whole setup was, like, this huge computer with Sibelius on, like like the two screens of the computer and the piano with some WC preludes like open 
um, cool. across from it and a huge desk for writing. And I was like blown away, you know, I was like, I, it was not the setup I was expecting. I was expecting to be like led to some dungeon and like shown, shown how to like fucking compose through candlelight or whatever. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that it was technology fucking, had come so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I had tried writing stuff down by hand, but I just got bored Word. and like would just go to the computer. Um, and he was like, I'm going, I can't. So I asked him like, do you give lessons? You know, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, mainly to the kids at college. Um, but, um, but I'm going out of town for like six months. Anyway, cool. <laughs> I have like a, a piece that's getting played in Italy and in blank and blank and blank. And there's like a ton of places. Is there a hiss going on? No, not in mine. Does it, do people just do that? Is that like a we can get into that later? Leave town for six months. I get. It was, I think it was his sabbatical. Okay. Um, but so he didn't become your teacher. No. Who but he was teacher? like, I know. Um, the, I know this one other faculty member that doesn't usually take high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which it turns out that he does. <laughs> um, I don't know why Demar said that to me. I think he was trying to make me feel special or something like that because. Me and Dr. Rockmaker, that's who this is, who's my, uh, like, who I consider kind of my only composition teacher at the end of the day. Shout out to Dr. Um, Rockmaker. Like, in any real sense, um, he showed me what's what. Like, so, so, Damar sent this email over to Jody Rockmaker, and, um, or I sent and he gave me Jody. He emailed Jody Rockmaker telling him that I would be emailing him. <laughs> and then I emailed him and Jody Rockmaker was like, yeah, come in show me what you got. Like, sure. Um, so then like before that had happened, I, um, I went to buy some, I went, I went, I bought Sibelius and I learned how to use it because mm-hmm. it was like in a couple of weeks Sibelius for for all the billions listening music notation software not yeah. necessarily the composer Sibelius no not not the composer but it but does it always start- plays <laughs> it's got that fucking startup music every time yeah, where it plays a little sound bite Sibelius four mm-hmm. which I think was the one or no I think I first yeah I started on Sibelius four opened yeah. up with the Sibelius four and Sibelius five opened up with a part from Sibelius five and Sibelius six opened up with a part What are they going to do when they run out? And seven, well, now they call it something else. Like Sibelius seven was the last one that had a number. And now it's like Word. Sibelius X. Beethoven, <laughs> Beethoven one. Oh my God. Yeah. They should just do Haydn. Um, anyway, uh, um, uh, but so I had, I was like in a, I was trying to figure out a way to go to ASU to study composition at this point because I thought that that was the coolest shit that I had seen. Um, like the, the idea that somebody just writes music and like, that's a thing that you can do. Cooler than like, cause you'd been performing. I hated performing. Hated performing. I never performed. Did you like, like studying like voice though? I did. I did. But I think like it was, uh, it was personal with my teacher. I liked doing that with my teacher. Okay. With Tom Jones. I didn't like in I didn't engage in like I didn't go to people's concerts. I went to this performing arts high school 
where I had like where people were doing, you know, like high school music shit, like mm-hmm. singing and playing the guitar, being in bands or whatever. Yeah. That was what I was into. Like I didn't before all this, like I really didn't know anything about classical music. Okay. Um except for like leader <laughs> and and like that and how to I don't know. Like generally history, I guess, from my voice teacher. He taught me like he taught he was a really 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 good person for like overall fundamentals of like introducing me to like the history of music and how it changed and i was vaguely aware of that of like up until romantic music and then it was always like well the modern music's too hard for me to play and too hard for you to sing anyway so mm-hmm. will you just listen to that on your own um but anyway was there something more that like that so there was something more that hit you about like composition than there was about like, like it was more fun to compose than it was like fun to privately study voice like vocal music. Yeah, I okay. did not want to go to school for singing. Yeah, that sounded horrible and like the douchiest thing ever. I was like embarrassed that I even went to voice class. Okay. Um, because like it's lame and I thought it was like it's not. I guess, but <laughs> it still is. It still is. <laughs> um, but. But it was very informative for me, and I didn't... I don't know. I think there were times when, like... Because what it was, was that, like, when I was tw- 12, I think, um, or 13, I think, like, my dad had heard a, like, demo of my band in which I was singing or whatever, you know, or he heard us practicing, mm-hmm. um, and t- told me, he was like, if you're going to sing in a band you can't sound like that and he got me voice lessons <laughs> Harsh. which was oddly like like the uh, uh, probably the best thing he ever did for me <laughs> in the long run um not because of voice but because of my of that teacher which yeah. we can get into at another time but isn't really that necessary right now he is just like informative everybody's got that that person that like shows i don't know i feel like he really brought me into it and then jody rockmaker like we zoomed in like a thousand percent um like guy is a genius wait so when did you start when did you start um studying with Rockmaker? uh when i was cool name too yeah um when i was 16 16 like okay. going into my junior year Word. of high school um and like from that from the point where I so I met Jody Rockmaker, he had an he had his like little office at ASU, mm-hmm. and um, I went to high school right next to ASU at a place called New School for the Arts. Um, Best name. Yeah, um, and like he had this huge poster of. <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> I thought it was a fo- a big picture of a young Christopher Walken, um, but it was Berg, and I didn't know who <laughs> Berg was. Um, like I'm talking like a six foot fucking. That's tight. Like, like yeah, it was huge. Um, Dude, my uh, my 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 whole college experience was taking lessons with this portrait of Schoenberg and Bach looking down yeah. at me. <laughs> it's so intense. Yeah, um, but 
but yeah, so Doctor Rockmaker is the most hu- like human person I have ever met. There's also just in his pausing really quick. There's something. There's something definitely at work there. There's some like deep psychological issues going at work where just like your hero sternly looks down. At you. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit doesn't happen in other like fucking Accountants. blocks of life. <laughs> yeah, you're not sitting there with like the fucking like savior of like. <laughs> Yeah, gardening, looking down at you in your tool shed, or <laughs> like that's a bit uh, whatever. Anyways, um, Berg's looking down. He's got a cool office. Yeah, so he um, was like, we were talking. He's like, "Have you taken music lessons?" And he was like, "I was like, yeah, I study voice. Like, I don't know. I showed up in like." my basketball shorts and like some fucking, it was like hot outside. It was like the summer Mm -hmm. and like, I don't know. Um, I felt like really awkward. I didn't really know anything or whatever. Word. And he was like, I, I showed him some of my stuff, which sucked. Um, and he was like, well, before I talk about your stuff, just so that it's like fair and even, you should hear my music and decide if you think that <laughs> like you want to, that's cool, yeah, and like decide if you want to sound like me or like if you have something specific like that you think about it, I'd love to know. And he played me his music, and it was like some atonal shit that I had never heard, like ever Word. um it was like harsh and like. Uh, and and but also like very lyrical and like just something I had never heard in ever, mm-hmm. and it just like blew my mind. When I, and I think I it was like very visible, um, and I I, I said I want to write like that, like like teach me. I'm so tired of that. Just made all other music seem dumb. Like hearing, hearing music that wasn't in like a key signature for the first time mm-hmm. that was like really constructed and shit. Um, and he's like, well, like you, <laughs> you should listen to the people that I listen to first. Like, cause you should want to sound like them if you want to sound like me. Um, and that was kind of like our first lesson. And he pointed to like the big picture of Barrick and was like, cool. okay, um, like you don't know very much, but like the fact that you're here, like wanting to learn and are interested in this, like I'm, I'm down to do this. Like I'm down. Like, and so like he gave super cheap lessons, like cheaper, like it was like $35 or something like that. Hmm. Um, like, and the, like, and then he was also like, do you want to like go to school for this? Like he asked me the first, the first day, the first, the first yeah, time he, he showed he was like, stuff. How, yeah. He was like, how old are you? And I was like 16 and he was like, do you, is this what you want to do? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I, I didn't really know, but like it, it was the best thing I had heard of thus far. Like I was pretty sure I didn't want to do anything besides that. Like, um, and he was like, okay, well, then you got to, like, start doing stuff. <laughs> like, you have to start not just writing music for me, but, like, you have to go and, like, you have to go to these weird, like, summer program things or whatever. 
<laughs> a pillar of any classical musician's education right? is right? doing weird shit in the summer with other people for so some unnecessary because we just can't relax. <laughs> um, and I went to this this one at Eastman, and it was like the most bizarre thing that I had ever been to up until the, that point. Like I was just all of a sudden Eastman, like Eastman's School of Music up in like Rochester. Yeah, because oh, he knew, he knew like one of the faculty member there and Word. just made me sound like way more decorated than I was, um, and was like like wrote a recommendation even though it was past the deadline, and he huh. was like, "Go to this." That's um, crazy. And because and and um, what kind of stuff did you like start writing with him? With him? Yeah. Uh, I I like. It's the first thing. Because like I don't know, whenever I started like writing music, it was because I was playing piano, and so everything that I wrote was like for piano. The first. Did thing you start with like voic vo- vocal stuff? <laughs> yeah, we definitely did vocal stuff because that's what I brought in. Mm-hmm. Also. Um, and I did a string quartet. Tight. I did, it was called The Birth of the Universe. <laughs> and a it nice, was a <laughs> nice small topic for your first very, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, a nice limited. And he was always so like non-judgmental. Of <laughs> unlike, any th- unlike your roommates. Right. Yeah. No, I miss him. Um, <laughs> he was always just like so fine with where I was at, like me being into whatever the fuck I was being into and being way too dramatic about it, like with shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, Birth of the Universe was like the first piece of music that I felt like truly proud of. That wasn't like that didn't let me down because like other people did, weren't into it or didn't want to play it. Sean's <laughs> not explaining is that it was just a trombone slide. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it for you later. I have it on my computer because um, then it got played at that Eastman place. Oh Jesus! Because um, I had I had written it. I wrote it in like two weeks. Did it get a positive? I didn't reaction? know that you had to write music really slow. And like Sibelius just seemed so fast. No, they didn't. They played it horribly, and everybody hated it. And it was the only atonal piece on the whole program. Oh, yeah. um, but, but um, first, first composition. But yeah, we listened. Like, like if it was very instrument specific. Like if you're writing a string quartet, here's an here are the string quartets that I listen to all the time. Here are string quartets that like are canon that everybody knows, and like here are some weird ones. You know. Okay. And it was like kind of that way. Like I, he showed me the lyric suite, um, by Berg, and that was kind of like my whole. I just wanted to copy that, um, and for like a long time, like. Let's see. I don't know. It slowly changed from being like the first thing I wrote with him was a string quartet, and the last thing I wrote with him was a string quartet, which is kind of cool. Um, cool. But. Um, so it's kind of like I kind of watched it turn more towards like Elliot Carter shit at the end, mm-hmm. I guess, um, and like Weberny. I kind of like Anton Webern. Yeah, um, but like, like you, for, for for so for applying to college, you have to. Um, you have to write certain things. You have right, to so write. So you did like a full like two years of like weekly lessons with this guy, like sixteen to like when you went to college. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, like for 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 those who might not know, when you apply to like conservatories and shit like that, like you send in like your college like essays and shit, just like normal in like October, November of like the year before you want to go. But you also generally have to do just like a whole bunch of extra fucking shit that shows like that you're like prolific enough at whatever it is the fuck that you want to do that uh that you should be like worthy of their fucking taking your money right um so if you play piano that means learning like yeah well we can get into that but for composition um it's a little stranger because like it's like a like a personal thing you're not like reproducing somebody else's shit and like recording how perfect you are like it's a little more like art school or something like that where you literally just like show like your portfolio right so what they need what they want is for you to submit a piece for orchestra Mm -hmm. for like any size or whatever i did a chamber orchestra um and a piece for voice okay that's one of the requirements or that's what you submitted i think for some schools that was a requirement okay um i don't think for juilliard though um orchestra voice uh, chamber. So like any combination of like instruments and voice? Right, a uh, chamber. Well, no, not, not voice not necessarily. Voice. So just any combination of like mixed instruments? Right, it could be a string. It's just like, you know. Yeah, like a band different, for right. classical music. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like a long piece. <laughs> um, the most important genre. No, like, like something <laughs> over, I think like, like something eight minutes long, which seemed really impossibly long at the time. Really? So like the orchestra um, piece wasn't that long? It might have been. That's interesting. I, I went way like the, too long for all no, of my No, that's pieces. just interesting because like I feel like the, the, the point of reference for like writing a piece for orchestra is just to do like an hour long symphony right. no, or whatever. I mean, and that, I um, mean, no, I think what it was is that they wanted one short piece, one long piece like one kind of medium piece mm-hmm. with those three things kind of, and you could usually the long piece was the orchestra piece, you know what I mean? And then like Word. you, you okay. but not, not for mine. Um, but so did your teacher like help you like, but so it, back up for a second. Oh, and Who, solo piano. You need a, that's an important one. Oh, Cause cool. I really didn't want to do it. And I, but um, okay, we should pull that up. I totally forgot. I wrote we should a big, pull that up. Um, um, wait, back up though. When did, like, an idea of, like, Juilliard even, like, cross your mind? Like, who suggested Juilliard? I think once I went to Eastman, that For the place, summer thing? Yeah, because I didn't know that Eastman was, like, this prestigious place. Word. Um, until, like, right before I left. Because um, I didn't even really know it existed. Um, but, but, um... Also, also like, in my... Rochester sucks. Yeah, also in my voice studio, or... Mm-hmm people right like yeah. people were starting to apply to music school too so there are other i was suddenly and but i hated them all and it, like <laughs> like um a trend that continued a trend that continued well into my later years but like so like it was starting i was finding myself surrounded more by like i kind of stopped like i don't know doing anything else besides like all this shit um and like knew about like the music schools with the good 
with the good composition programs and stuff. And like Jody Rockmaker was a huge resource for that too. He yeah. was very opinionated. He really didn't want me to go to Juilliard. Hell um, yeah. He warned me and he was right. <laughs> um, and shout um, out to Jody. Jody sounds solid, man. Dude, you should meet him. Um, but yeah, like the idea of first going to Juilliard, I think came out of spite. I remember being at this Eastman place uh-huh. and everybody talking about um, Eastman and how great Eastman was. Uh-huh. And I was just so pissed. And I was like <laughs> tired of being there. Um, <laughs> and, and they're like, it's just like the best school. It's just like out in the, like, it was just like kids my age just talking about how much they loved Eastman because they wanted to go there or whatever. Uh, okay. um, and it was like the cafeteria. Cause I specifically <laughs> remember this idea being born. I was like in the Eastman schools cafeteria. Yeah. Tight. Um, like, like I, I specifically remember like, I want to go to Juilliard cause fuck these people. Like, like, <laughs> like that's your only <laughs> other option. <laughs> like you're sitting in this cafeteria at Eastman and you're like, fuck everybody. No, because here. like, there's like, everybody knows, everybody knows that Eastman is not the best school from the outside perspective. You Eastman, know, like it, like in terms of music conservatories. Yeah. Like, like it, it's all like, so you already, so you already knew, of, I like, knew the Juilliard hierarchy existed. of schools at this time. And okay. I decided that like, like, cause I think I associated like that kind of talk with a kind of like mediocrity, like real fucking musicians don't talk about this kind of shit. And like, I've never met anybody that went to Juilliard and then I never did until I went there. Um, which, whoops. Which, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just assumed that like shit would be better there because like there wasn't this inferiority complex of always, I thought that is a pe- big thing. No, I like, I know what you're saying. That's like um, a, that's like a huge thing in classical music is like, which conservatory did you go to and like, and, and how much that matters. And like, there's like a chain of command almost, especially with like piano, classical piano of, um, all the kids, especially in like East Coast, like New York shit, like mm-hmm. all the people who went to like Manus or like Manhattan School of Music feel superior to like anybody who went somewhere <laughs> in the Midwest because like they're in the big city and it's right. big timers out here. But they all feel inferior to like <laughs> Juilliard. And we all feel because, inferior to Curtis. Yeah. And then Juilliard kids all feel superior to the fucking Manus kids, but have this little <laughs> secret thing that they always wanted to go to Curtis instead. But like, <laughs> dude, my like pride... My my, my point of pride at Juilliard the whole time was I think I was the only pianist in my year that didn't apply to Curtis and Hell get yeah. rejected. And it cost like $200 to apply there. <laughs> I saved myself $200. That was awesome. I don't think I applied either. Fuck it. Um, but Anyways. I think they wanted like a symphony and a concerto or some shit. And I was like, so wait, yeah, dumb. you just, you, you go but, to Eastman, then you're like going into like the so year where I, you start I to start the mistake, to shit. I made the mistake of thinking that there was anything remotely different about Juilliard from any conservatory. Right. Um, except for that it's more concentrated badness. Um, <laughs> like Did you the apply shit to that uh, I hated that I thought I could get away from if I worked really hard to not have to go to these like other music conservatories. Cause I also went to new England conservatory. I didn't know that. Um, like for another summer thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. That same summer while I was there, Jody Rockmaker, 
who went to New England Conservatory, was like, while you're up there, I signed you up for this conducting <laughs> seminar. Um, Thanks, Jamie. And I was like, I don't know how to conduct. And it was like, I got there, and it was all these doctorate students <laughs> who had already, like, done conducting. And, like, it was very bizarre. Just get to feel out of um, place for a while. Um, yeah, but... But, um, so anyway. did you, did you, did you apply to, so like it's your like senior year of high school. You, you, you don't want to go to the places you saw that summer. I mean, at this point though, like I'm kind of, I don't know. It, it sounds so, it's so embarrassing to say like looking back, you know, but like, like I wanted to go to a good music school. I felt like I deserved it because I was smart <laughs> and and not fucking obnoxious right. and like cared and had like devoted at that point like a good year which to me i thought was a long time <laughs> of my life. dude isn't that crazy <laughs> that like so much happens in that year of everybody's life and then just so many years have gone by now since anything important happened <laughs> Like, years just pass now, and it, yeah. like, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah, um, shit's crazy. But, like, I had, like, truly divested, or invested, invested all of my time from the moment that I found out that, like, I don't know, what in my mind I just thought of as, like, harsh music mm-hmm. existed. Um, that harsh music. That, like, I, and, like... <sighs> Like, I felt like all of the performing people that I knew, like, didn't know shit about that, didn't even care, and hated it when they heard it. And, like, I wanted to be at the best school doing what everybody didn't like, (laughs) making the music that people didn't like. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, I feel like I felt like from all the music that I had written in my life, that amounted to nothing. Like, that something was owed to me, I think. And that I had worked hard in music, like, even when I was a kid. Like, always. I had always done music shit. And I wanted to... I wanted it. I did. It's it's hard to say. Um, yeah. I applied... I didn't really think I'd get into Juilliard. I didn't even think I'd get an audition. Right. Um, I would I would thought I was going to go to ASU. But, like, deep down, I, like... I thought... Because I thought Jody Rockmaker was just, like, being you know like he was like telling me that i was i should apply to these places to just do it you know like because yeah. he was because i was just i i like like i was like he was like for, where do you want to go for, like and your I, dream like goal or whatever yeah, kind of wind up wherever you wind up yeah because he was like where do you want to go and i was like confused i was like asu <laughs> it's like and he was like no 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 not here did you apply to um, a couple places yeah, I applied to New England Conservatory. I applied to Eastman, funnily enough. Um, um, Specifically the cafeteria Because I wanted department. to get in and say no. Um, <laughs> but I actually didn't even get into Eastman. Um, and um, let's see. Where else? Manus, Manhattan, Juilliard, ASU. I think it was just those six, unless I'm forgetting one. All right. Um, well, let's back up a little bit, like, okay. cause I'm coming at it from like a, a weirder angle. Uh, 
which I also wanted to talk more about. Where so I started, um, I started playing piano. Like this is from a a different angle in the way that you went to school for composition. Composition's like a creative like major, and it's a creative art form, and it's like a like a art form that's happening in the current present and not like a recreation of a thing from the past. So I started piano when I was like. 12 which in the grand scheme of like pianists that are at juilliard is like i was just like a like a fucking it wasn't nothing was gonna happen with me like most people write write that shit off as like it's too late for you or whatever like people who go to juilliard have been trying to like go to juilliard since they were like four years old or younger Um, or younger or no their parents have been trying to get them to go to juilliard since they were two years old or whatever um but yeah, so I started out with this like piano teacher, like composition teacher who kind of like gave me like the like ballpark of kind of what the deal with it is. But like shit was much more of just like a like a physically kind of fun activity to do. Like I didn't have like a huge like grand scheme of things going on in my mind or I didn't have like I composed, but I didn't have like the idea that like that was something that, like, people could, like, do and, like, music worked like that. Like, it was pretty much just, like, I, I would play a piece and it was fun to figure out how to play that piece. And the reward was that it was, like, satisfying to be able to play a piece of piano music from start to finish and have it, like, sound okay by the time that I was done working on it or whatever. So I, like, I did that for a couple of years um with this with this one teacher and then started to get like better at it and then started to like want to like pursue it some more and then a whole bunch of random ass shit happened but like eventually wound up studying with this one dude who was like the main piano teacher in minnesota for uh for just like people who like wanted to like fucking like kick it up a notch or whatever and were like getting more invested in piano playing um And his students were all, like, it was, like, really fucking diverse, which I don't know if we we talk much about with your shit, is that, like, the kids who studied with him, like, were all just, like, good at everything. Like, I don't know if that was, like, your experience with, like, composers or vocal students or whatever, but, like, these kids were, like, good at piano, like, way better than me, because they'd been playing since they were, like, four. Um, Also, just, like excelling in everything they did in school and like most of them were like going in like i think went into like pre-med and like biochem and just like are all off being like doctors and shit now which is just like i don't understand how classical music (laughs) functions in that part of your brain or like what it does to you but shit just makes you kind of smart after a long enough time of it being like pounded into you i feel like Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, so I, I, I played piano with him, um, but like very much had like a bunch of other like interests and shit. Um, like I liked, I liked, I liked school. Um, I liked like math a lot. I liked like physics and shit like that. So it was never like an idea that like studying classical music would be like a thing really. Like classical music was like a fun thing that I kind of did, um, that was kind of enjoyable but there were just a ton of other things that seemed like um more like useful uses of of time um so it never really occurred to me until like way late that i that i wanted to actually like 
play music as like a thing that I would like go to college for. Like it took a long ass time for me to kind of let go of other things. Like, I don't know, uh, history and fucking, like, I had, like, the coolest fucking... Did you want to be a historian? I had the motherfucking coolest political science teacher in high school. Best teacher I've ever had. Shout out, shout out to Art Art Delgado. The fucking, like, the best teacher of all time. I thought you went to homeschool. No, I went to... I was homeschooled for a really long time, but I went to... Uh, a like Do performing you go arts to home school. school? <laughs> no, you just stay. Or you uh, are home school. <laughs> you stay at home school. <laughs> um, but no, I went to I went to this school uh, for about two years of high school, um, and like fucking loved all like the stuff that I was learning. I mean, most of it. Uh, so yeah, it was really odd because like I kept playing piano really really hard, and I like liked this teacher I was studying with piano, and then it came like. It came time to, like, try to decide what I wanted to, like, go to school for. And I was, like, I was looking a lot into, like, weird, like, math and science programs. And, like, my mom always wanted me to, like, go into, like, medicine because that's what she did. Um, But did you have any other, you didn't have any other, like, things that you were even, like, thinking about going into college for? No. (laughs) I wasn't really planning on going to college. What about, what about, like, composition made you want to go? When I was, I think when I was 16, I started getting like more of a look at what it looked like after high school and what, like, what losers I thought people who were just like sitting around doing what we're doing right now. Um, College educated losers. Yeah. um, No, but, but like, to me, there were people that like went off to college and like had new experiences and did that kind of shit. And then there were people that just like, stayed and did the same shit and i think like that's what made me want to go to college and like i don't know i probably would have gone anyway but like i was kind of also in denial about going but Mm -hmm. was constantly being asked what i wanted to do and that i should take it seriously and think about it so i i guess like i would have liked to go for um just can you go for books for for literature? Yes, but you have to say it a little smarter. <laughs> so no, my, my piano teacher would sit me down all the time when I was like 16, 17, and he would tell me he would I'm be like I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> he would say he would say don't he was like you should you need to start thinking about like what you want to like go to college for because that was just like a given, I guess, is that it was going to college. Um and he was like you're like good at piano and you could go to college for piano. Like I, I teach, I've taught kids here for like 30 years and you're, you're good at this shit. And like, you could do it if you wanted to do it. He was like, but all I have to say is like, do not do it. If you can think of anything else you'd rather do, which was like some weird shit to think about that I still think about today. Cause he was like, my life, like verbatim was like, I decided that, I didn't want to do anything other than this. He was like, I liked playing piano. I liked teaching people. I liked doing all of this. And he was like, and to this day, like, I look in the mirror and I think about, like, dentists and people Intense. who work, like, three days a week and make, like, a hundred times as much as I do. And he's like, and I just, like, 
I see people around me who get like bogged down when they like think about things like that. But he was like, as for me, like I don't because I knew this is like what I wanted to do. And like word. Yeah. Which was cool to hear. Very, 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 very good thing to hear. Yeah. I think that's probably the fairest thing that you could say. Was confusing for me though, because like I like I liked everything that I was doing. Like I liked I liked fucking like my you dad. Liked fucking my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I liked um I liked I liked I'm gonna sample that. Do it. Uh little bitch. I liked I liked math, I liked science, I liked history, I liked government thanks to fucking Art Delgado. You but liked like government was fucking, fucking I don't know what government fascist? was gonna be. <laughs> I don't Piece know where that shit. class leads. What's the you step up Democrat? from political science? Uh, and uh, it was really weird. It was really weird because I had no idea like which way I wanted to go with it. Um, but piano just started to seem like all of a sudden like more. It was just like the only thing anybody was actually telling me I was like good at, mm-hmm. which I guess was kind of exciting to hear. Which it very well might be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I ain't worth much more. Um, and uh, but what I, what you were saying, which kind of ties back into this, is I think there was like a lot of competition in it too, because mm. like my yeah, teacher, that's not, that's not a thing that. My teacher had me play in all of these fucking piano competitions growing up. And, like, they were all just little, like, citywide, like, county things. Ragtime like, festivals. Sure. Play till you drop. <laughs> Dude, we could, go into, we could go into hours on, comp, on fucking piano music competitions. Dude, I would love to. Because uh, I'm, like, I just think it's so stupid. But, like, specifically, I would play in a competition every year uh, after I started studying with this guy. At least like four or five a year, and they were always so stressful. And I never fucking because because I had started so late, and like everybody else around me had started much. They were just like better at playing piano than I was. Like they were more consistent and just like sounded better on average. And it just like it took it took years for me to just like ever feel like I was anywhere near as good as any of these kids. Which was like real. It really kind of put me in my place, which is probably like a healthy thing to have done. So mm-hmm. I just I played in competition after competition and just like never made it past like the first round and just That's always still cool like that you tried. Yeah, no, and I did it for fucking ever. Um, Wait, yeah. I hate to interrupt. No, let's what's what's going on? Cigarette. All right, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a brief intermission on this fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> we'll be right back. Anyways, I'm, I'm pumped up. Yeah. Um, so wait, yeah, like backing up a little bit. I, I got into piano mostly because I was like made to. Wait, what about the cliffhanger? I um, feel like we have to, we were at a cliffhanger. You were, were we? talking about performing and competitions. And oh, word. Okay. So yeah, competitions were a thing. And like for 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 better or for worse, like competitions do like accomplish goals. It's just fucked up the way to go about the goals there. Like I got really good at like performing for people. Like I lost a lot of like the nervousness I ever had like playing in public and like yeah. Like it's just like doing shit under pressure is like a like a good thing to like learn how to do in general. Like not just tied to music. So anyways, I was in all these competitions all the time. Um 
And all of my, it was just with my like whole studio basically. Cause my teacher was like the one like really good teacher in like Minnesota. And so it was basically like, I would have like a studio class every month where we would all show up and play for each other. And then whenever I was in a competition, it was just with all of them. <laughs> and then we all just got ranked. <laughs> and it was like kind of psychologically fucked up. Uh, so yeah, like, did you feel better than the kids that you, uh, that you beat? I never beat anybody was the thing. Like I, 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 I rarely ever even like placed in anything, but I just like kept fucking trying and trying and trying. Um, and eventually I started to, I started, I was the best out of the kids that didn't give a shit. Cause there were a ton of kids who just were playing piano because their parents were making them. Right. And like, I, I just like objectively like got better cause I just like cared more about yeah. it, Word. which is just like a, a thing. So yeah, it kind of boiled down to there being like five or six, like really pretty fucking good pianists in Minnesota who were all like 16, 17, 18 or whatever. And I was kind of like on the back end of all of them because I was like, I've been studying piano 10 years less than all of them. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I was, I was kind of fucking around like trying to decide if I wanted to, if I, cause I really liked playing piano. It was fun. I loved like specifically like romantic piano music. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like romantic, like piano music specifically is just like the gateway drug into classical music for a lot of people. Like it's like yeah. all over those, like the 10 pieces you'll ever need to hear or whatever. Like right. something in like Chopin, like nocturnes just really fucking taps into some like deep emo shit, at, like <laughs> the human core or whatever. Like, I don't know what that is, but I was really about it. Um, it's better music than most of the music that happens. Yeah, sure. Um, plus, I already felt like a weird little outsider because I was like homeschooled for my whole life. So it was kind of nice to like. Doesn't that make you an insider? <laughs> Touche. Uh, it was kind of nice to, to, to be doing something that nobody else did and like be good at it by whoever's standards. Um, but yeah, I was trying to decide what to do and if like classical music was something I wanted to be serious about. How old are you at this point? Um, like like s two, <laughs> uh, sixteen. I think I was sixteen. Okay. Um, or I had like just turned seventy. This was like the year before my senior year of high school. So your um, junior year. Sure, but like specifically, like a lot of competitions always happened in the spring of each year. Um. So I was like finishing like my junior year of high school or whatever, and all these competitions were happening, and I just like had to do all of them because that was what right. you did when you were in my studio. So I just geared up for like the next round of like humiliating failures, not humiliating, but like I just was ready to like work my my ass off and then like be in a competition and have a judge give it to the kid who'd been playing since he was two yet again, uh, which I'd kind of learned to just deal with at that point. Like it was just something that I did that was kind of good for me in some fucked up way, I guess. Um, I mean, like if there's some like there is personal power in performing in front of other pre people. Mm -hmm. It's not entirely a fucked up thing i mean like competitions and are a, can for the wrong person or for like for an any normal ass person yeah can be soul crushing Dude, and like sure. totally fucking horrible for their like wh their self-esteem and for like music in general naughty though i was um, like i was in it i was into it there yeah. was i remember this one competition it was at fucking like saint saint thomas university i think and i went into their like auditorium 
And I think I was playing, I played like, they always have you bring like a certain amount of things. You know the Bartok Opus 14 piano suite? It's yep. like four movements. So there's like three real rocking ones and then it ends with this like slow jam shit that's like mm-hmm. real creepy. And so I had played all of those and I was on the slow jam shit. And I just remember sitting on stage like playing it and being super, super into it and just being like so careful. And I was making all my weird faces that I was always making. And then they like clapped for me to stop. And I like almost fell off the bench because I was like so (laughs) surprised that people were like still there, like listening to me. Like I've been playing for like 10, 12 minutes and was just like, fuck, there's still people here. So no, I had like, I'd worked it into be like a healthy thing where I just kind of got up and played and was into it. Um, but yeah, there was this one competition in particular that was like the big one of Minnesota, by Minnesota standards or whatever it was called. It was called the Schubert Club. <laughs> and, uh, and it had a prelim and like a... And the like Schubert a, Boys Club. <laughs> the Schubert Little Men's Club. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Uh, it was creepier, big boys or little oh, men. Oh, the fucking Schubert Club was actually cool though. They did a thing a couple of years before where I applied. I got to be like a... I, I won like a year of lessons with a with a local composer through the Schubert Club because they liked the shit that I was composing. They're, they're good. They're good people. Oh, yeah. Um, more the on that later. Uh but yeah, there was like a, a preliminary full round series on the Schubert Club. <laughs> could could do one. I got enough stories. Okay. Uh, we did a so there was like a preliminary round, which I'm not even sure I'd ever passed at that point because it was like 20, 20, 30 people, and they narrowed it down to like four or whatever. And so I play in this preliminary round, and then I get picked, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's the first time that's ever happened, and it's by like local teachers and blah 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 blah. Hell yeah! And so it's me and like the three kids from my studio who I play in the same competitions with every fucking year and everything. Um, and then they bring in like a guest judge every year. That's like a quote unquote like celebrity Simon panel or something. <laughs> yeah, Idol. no, it's shit like that, man. They pulled in like <laughs> Paula Deen. <laughs> <laughs> They bring fucking Michael Jackson back from the dead and have him just... No. But they have pulled people in like Christopher O'Reilly, who's like the host of like From <laughs> the Top. O'Reilly. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like now imagining all the wrong people like grading a piano competition. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt Romney. Pence. <laughs> I have got two words for you. Pence. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> This one wins. <laughs> um, uh, no, so damn. this year in particular, uh, they announced like a couple, like a week or so before we all play the final round that like the guest judge that they're so lucky to have is Veda Kaplinsky, who I didn't really know who that was Holy at the time, um, and then learned with some like googling that she is like the most fucking notorious like piano person of this like century because like. She's the head of piano at Juilliard and has been like the chairperson of every like major... And her major... name is Veda. <laughs> Fucking I mean, to damn. be fair, it's Yocheved. Oh. Uh, it's Veda for short. She she chooses to she go chooses by Veda. She chooses Veda. Yeah, Darth, little Darth Veda. But no, she's just like, she's like a big deal in like the piano world. Like people fucking hate her. She gets like death threats and shit like that because her students win competitions and everybody's like, it's rigged. Your students like blah, 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 blah. And it's, yeah, it's wild. People get real up in arms about this lady. But she's like coming to Minnesota to judge like our little ass piano competition, um, 
So I was kind of nervous. Was it rigged? So show, yeah, <laughs> only her students won. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> she guest appears to judge her own <laughs> students. <laughs> she uh, she shows up. We all play. Um, I go back like five hours later, as I always do. I like drive the mile to wherever this thing is to look at the little poster on the wall. And I'm just, I'm at like the top of the list in like the first place zone. And it's like the first time I'd ever won like anything. Wow. After just not like thinking that like winning was anything that I would ever accomplish in like piano performing. And it was like, yeah, it was up against like the, the four the kids talk? who like always beat me. I don't remember what I played. No, it was later than the bar talk. It was like, uh, it was probably like a Chopin ballad or something in there. I don't know. The fuck, I know what I played. There's probably like a Chopin etude or something. Um, but it was cool shit though, and I was proud of it, and I played it, and she, yeah, she gave me first place. And then I just started thinking like, Veda. <laughs> no, but it just like turned it's on rigged. a thing in my. In, <laughs> I just realized that it was always it? rigged. Um, no, but like it was the first moment where I like considered that like maybe I could go to school for like piano. Because, like, if nothing else, like, the lady in charge of Juilliard liked me more right. than, like, the kids who I always just, like, assumed were, like, objectively better than me. Um, so it was weird. So that, I feel like that kind of pushed me over the edge of, like, if there's, like, a, a shit ton of did things it, that How I, did it feel? Were you, was it? I just thought it was, like, weird. I mean, I think I was, like, low-key kind of proud of it. And, like, I got to... I got to, there's still like a fucking like two minute thing of me talking on like Minnesota public radio at some point before they like play like a list etude that I played or something. So it led to a lot of embarrassing things. Hey, but, um, fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck Especially Veda. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck the Schubert Club. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, where did mm -hmm. my headphones go? There I where am. Where did they go? Um. But no, it was it was cool. But like more than anything, it just like made me feel like maybe this would be something that would be good to like actually pursue as opposed to just be like a hobby. And I go like do like pre-med or something like everybody else that pre-med is, is my doing hobby. this. Um, <laughs> pre-med is my <laughs> hobby. Uh, yeah, so it was weird. So right then I started to be like, shit. I could do this if I like decide to do it right now. So I so I like did, and for like a year, I just like started preparing all of like the the audition repertoire for for Juilliard and for other places too. Like I applied to a bunch of places, but like specifically in piano, applying to colleges is like a full like classical period sonata, meaning like Beethoven or Mozart or Haydn or Schubert or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and like a romantic work, like Chopin, Schumann, Liszt, like a 20th century work, something composed in the... Really? Yeah. They they wanted something like that. Uh, like etudes, like technical studies and stuff like that. And uh, Bach, because everybody loves Bach. Um, but it amounted to being like an over an hour of like music that I had to learn and then also record. Which actually left like a big impact. I think I think recording my entrance audition like tapes for all these schools made me never want to apply to a music school again. Like I hated that more than <laughs> anything I think I've ever done in my life. Uh, was a big reason. I've got, I never I've went got my back. own stories about my Dude, equivalent of that shit. Record. We should do another yeah. episode about recording. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, that was like the that was like the uh, the initial thing in my head of like going to Juilliard. But like the competitive part of it too was that these like four kids that I was playing with all decided to pursue music too. And so I feel like a lot of it was that I just like joined in the bandwagon of like the five of us have already been like doing music with each other in competition with each other for like four years now. So I guess I'll just like join if everybody else is doing this, I guess I got to re up and keep fucking going for some reason. Which, like, as silly as that sounds, like, very well could be the reason most people just, like, continue with music and classical music for fucking degree after degree after degree is that you're just, like, in it and there's, like, no going back because that's the only thing you know how to do with everybody else. Um, Speaks speaks volumes. But, uh, yeah, recorded recorded a whole bunch of shit, like, the following September. Um sent off all the stuff and then like mostly I really wanted to um I decided I wanted to do music and then like Juilliard Juilliard was like kind of a joke like my teacher my teacher told me multiple times that he's had like in his whole career two students ever go to Juilliard and they were both like back in like the 80s and they're in their like 30s or 40s now um and uh yeah, so it was always just this kind of, like, pot shot kind of thing, because I just figured that, like, nobody got into that, like, especially not me or whatever, because um, I'd been playing piano for, like, such a short amount of time comparatively. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I applied to a couple different schools. Um, another really, like, fucking good piece of advice that this dude, Paul Worth, shout out to Paul Worth, uh, my teacher in high school put upon me was... Uh, don't go to a school because like you you want to go to that school for any like weird name purpose. He was like, go to a school because you want to study with like a person, there. right? Yeah. Um, which is uh, like common kind of knowledge. I feel like in classical music is that like you should you should follow like a pedagogical path. Um, and mostly though, I think I just really wanted to go to New York City. Like same. I had been there a couple times as, like, a kid. Like, we used to do, like, road trips out there, and I just thought the place was so fucking cool. And, like, I love just, like, walking around it, and it just seemed like the most, like, exciting, like, alien place coming from Minnesota. Like, Minneapolis is big, but it's not, like... Right. It's not that big. Um, so, when I applied to schools, like... I did a ton of research on like teachers that I wanted to study with. I would like, I would watch, remember the Van Clyburn competition that we yeah. were watching? Yeah. So I would go through that and I would listen to like people playing in it because there was one that year and I would find like my favorite people and like look up who they studied with and got degrees with and then yeah. I like research people through that. It was like going Damn. through like discographies kind of. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it boiled down to, um, there was this lady at, at Manus that I thought sounded dope. And then there was this dude at Juilliard named Robert McDonald, who I thought sounded dope. So I came out to New York to uh, like visit, visit and shit like that and had like a lesson with both of them. Um, and yeah, McDonald just seemed fucking tight. Like, and uh, gave me like a lesson and was really cool. I emailed like a bunch of teachers at Juilliard actually. And he was like the only one who wrote back. So it just like even more made him cool um, mm-hmm. that he just like responds to people in like a human way. <laughs> uh And, uh, yeah, so applied to a whole bunch of places, but like mostly wanted to get into one of those two. 
Uh, yeah, but it, it kind of just took off into, like, a... I feel like at that point I stopped really thinking about, like, anything else that I could do and kind of just, like, hopped in this, like, fucking, like, speeding car, like, on its way to collision of, like, I needed to go to, like, a music school and it was going to be one of these ones and, like, we'll fucking see what it turns out to be. Um, It didn't help that the kid that I was, like, the most rivalry, like, in the deepest rivalry with in my teacher's studio went to study with the lady at Manus. And so I just, like, couldn't stand the idea of, like, continuing to be the kid who's, like, a year behind him <laughs> in everything I do from, like, the age 13 onwards. Uh, but, yeah, wound up getting into uh, getting into all of them, which is this whole other weird shit. Uh, wait, yeah, so you get into let's, – let's go back to you for a minute before we go into, like, further because we kind of stopped on yours. Did you – you got into a couple different schools, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And then what What was your, like, criteria for, like, picking one versus the other? So, looking back on it, my parents had only heard of Juilliard. Uh-huh. And they didn't know anything about what I was doing. Right. Um, in fact, that was kind of, like, the best part about it in some sense. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like... um it was kind of like some safe zone where it's like, you don't know it, but I'm doing good stuff over here. You just can't tell because it's fucking like on Sibelius and, um, like is me trying to copy music that you don't know that you (laughs) You don't don't like. (laughs) Yeah. And that you don't care about. Um, but, but it's college material. Um, and so (laughs) like, um, I had a, I had a lot of support from my parents to go to college. They really helped out a lot with like, because f- you have to go to the place. Yeah. Like for all of them. Yep. You have to go into the fucking school and like after getting fucking past security, not not security, <laughs> um, fucking. So there's pre-screening. Right. And then. It differs. So for a normal performer, um, you send in like a recording. Yeah, like I did. Right, like you did. Um, and then there's like a panel of people at the school who like weed out all the people they don't think are qualified. Right. There's like which are usually just like the teachers' aides and the doctorate people. And then like um, a certain handful get sent on to like the actual faculty to review. Yeah. Um. And then out of those they pick a certain amount to get invited to a uh, like a live audition at the school. Right. In composition, it's a bit different um, later on in the process, but in the beginning, it's the same. Like mm-hmm. it, It's the same idea. Um, you send a recording of your shit, and like people sift through it to find um, like the, the top choices, right? To, to, just to thin it out. Just to get some money from some applications yeah. that don't come to shit that Dude, you can't get back. Can you believe like how much money like places like Juilliard oh must make God. from just like sending a CD in? <laughs> I think mine was like a hundred dollars, maybe, just to send your CD and your like essay in or whatever. <laughs> and they get like fucking thousands, especially for like acting. Yeah, where they do like they fucking like have like 
Comic Cons in like L.A. and New York with like twenty thousand people showing up to like try to audition for that. Like that's just nuts. Holy shit! Yeah, no. Um, so for composition, it there's a it's a way smaller club than piano. People from all over the world are trying to like. It should be known that when, like, that I was competing probably against like a total of like four hundred people, all in all. Right. And you were probably going against like literally millions. <laughs> um, billions to no, all like, those billions like, out there. Like, like, no, I thought I actually heard a statistic at one point that was like my year had like twelve hundred. CDs sent in or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Um, which is out of yeah. what, like out of what, like 12 actually got in. Right. Yeah. Um, and th- I think like for composing, it was like some, something around 400. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them are going to be older too. Like, because it's just not a thing. There's not a lot of like, I didn't know any other people that wanted to be composition majors you know but um like um like i was the only student of my teacher that i knew because everybody else was like in college um but so yeah you have to get a recording for me you have to have like like what we said about the yeah like the orchestra work the piano stuff you gotta write all that but it's like the idea is that you should get it fucking recorded mm-hmm. um because like it sounds like it sounds like shit on the computer. Oh, so you were sending and, in like MIDI files and stuff? Well, you or don't you want to. to. Yeah. You don't want like it's just common knowledge, I guess, when you apply to this shit, it's like on the website it says like live recordings are recommended, but MIDI are is accepted. But uh-huh. like you know, you just feel like that just means like you know, like they're not going to listen to it the same way. Yeah. Um and so and plus like <laughs> MIDI like sounds like shit. Like I wasn't fucking sonically mature enough to like use the MIDI sounds as its own fucking <laughs> you know. Sh- yeah, uh, people like, use MIDI as like an approximation. An approximation, in class not in like its music. own art form yeah. on because you can't even control it on Sibelius anyway, not unless you want to plug it into a whole nother program. Yeah. But like so I set about trying to get my shit recorded, uh-huh. but like I studied with this, with a student of Milton Babbitt and it's like, I was really into doing really hard shit that only the computer would play back for me. And so Dr. Rockmaker told me this and he was like, nobody around here is going to be able to play this. Like, you know, it's cool for sure. And, like, you should go to a place where they can play this. But, like, in order for that to happen, you have to play, you have to write something, like, in basic rhythms and more or less in, like, one meter. Like, try to write, like, you can do all the same rhythmic shit, just, like, make it easier and, like, a little bit more simple. Like, rather than having time signatures change all the time, just put it all in 4-4, have the accents line up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like, um... Like that kind of shit. Um, and he, so I wrote this, this septet, um, and along, alongside all of my grandiose fucking titles, um, this one was called Metamorphosis, I think. This one was called My Dog's First Shit. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish I could go back. Oh my God. Um, but 
but it was for um clarinet harp Violin. We listen to the deadpan <laughs> recitation of seven fucking <laughs> instruments that don't matter. No, it does okay. because because you have to meet the players. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, viola, violin, cello, uh, French horn. That sounds about right. Okay. Um, and um. So I start fucking asking, like, does anybody know, like, of anybody that can play, like, that has an orchestra? Like, I don't know any of these college kids. I don't know any of these college kids. And I'm, I'm, I would feel stupid as, like, a high school person. I, w- I, w- I wouldn't now, but, like, if, back, I thought it would be super embarrassing to just go around the music school and ask people to play my music. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that wasn't so awful, but I mean, it kind of is, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it is awful, but like I would have felt bad for like a high school kid if I were in college (laughs) and like, (laughs) I wouldn't have been as angry as I would have just been like, Oh, you can't, you don't have access to this. Like I have too much access to this. (laughs) I'm Um, sick of this. (laughs) Sick of this. Um, but, but, um, so my parents in like a very misguided attempt to help um not misguided um they were like your old dead viola teacher used to play in this orchestra um like this in like not not the phoenix symphony but the you know like the only other like little fun old people's orchestra mm-hmm. right for like all these retirees and shit, like a community orchestra. Kind yeah, of thing. like yeah. a community, like an old person's home orchestra. Okay. But they, they're not in separate Did they have homes. A sick harpist. <laughs> they didn't have one. Um, I'll get to that. Um, but so, so I look it up, and it turn, turns out that there, that that orchestra doesn't exist anymore. Uh-huh. But the same conductor has a new one under like a new name or whatever. And they, it looks like, like his son is also a composer, you know? Okay. His son is, um, it doesn't matter what his son's name is, but that's right. You don't matter um, motherfucker. (laughs) So I send this guy an email and I'm like, I'm applying to college for composition. Um, I don't have, like very much money like it's a i know it's a lot to get seven people together um but is there any way that like you can you i can like pay you like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars like um to help me like just get to just read through like I'm sure, like, you guys... Because I thought that I had really, like, made a pretty simple-to-read piece. Mm-hmm. And looking back, it really was. <laughs> um, fucking... But, but like... Um, I had went I had went to a concert of theirs to check it out before. Real uh-huh. flamboyant kind of conductor. Um, and, like... Really, really old <laughs> players. Um, <laughs> but, like, I didn't care. They sounded okay. They were playing Haydn or some shit. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, uh, okay. 
Like, so I email him like a real long professional email, you know, about how like I'm trying to apply to college and it would help me out. Yeah. Um, and he emails me back and he's like, I'm having a very full season right now, but if you pay me $200, we can do an hour long recording session and I'll, and I'll bring the players. Um, and so I was like, but, and he was like, but I don't have a harp player, but I have a friend that plays the harp or like my orchestra doesn't have a harp player. Okay. But I, but I know a harp personally supply his own harp. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I was like, awesome. Holy shit. All my problems are solved. This is great. Like I've never had my music played before, especially uh-huh. by like old people, like really old people. Um, <laughs> extremely, <laughs> like, extremely fucking. old people. I have an old person phobia. Um, but, but, um, anyway, so like the, rec- I make all the parts, which was a first for me. Like, mm-hmm. I had to go through, because I was, on Sibelius, you can work in what's called full, you know, for those billions out there, full score. Yeah, like what most people don't really realize about, like, orchestra performances and shit like that is that, yes, there's, like, a full, like, every, all the music is written in one big book, but then, like, practically to perform, and every single musician on the stage needs their own, like, identical part of what they need to be playing to make it right. all work. But all parts are different. Also, all parts have their own way of being written. Yeah. And like, like, right. like a it's violin a whole part thing is going to be itself. different it's a from whole, a horn part. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole art form. Like, so you make the seven parts and I make the seven parts. I do like the heart pedaling and shit like that. Um, like shit that I never thought about before in my life. Uh-huh. Um, like I was just, I would, I didn't even know that the harp couldn't play all the notes at once um <laughs> like like uh i don't think anybody even knows that harps have pedals <laughs> uh, <laughs> to begin with um yeah um so i learned all that have you ever seen harp pedaling notation yeah yeah it's like it's stupid stupid <laughs> uh, <laughs> stupid instrument they should get rid of it <laughs> no the harp is a cool instrument oh, i like the harp they should just put all the notes on it anyway um and like the french horn i do the transpose score which on sibelius 4 they didn't have a button for uh-huh um but it wasn't that hard, but because you can just fucking select all and bring it down four notes, and then kind of change the accidentals. But anyway, um, getting in too deep to getting the horn technical. part again. Uh, but anyway, I spent a shit ton of time making these parts, and it was the first time I had ever done it. Yeah. And I was I went to Kinko's and I like paid for the <laughs> shit to myself. Kinko's loves open twenty four yeah, hours. Fucking whenever you need. Where something. would modern composition be without Kinko's? Hell yeah, um, dude! I made some scores at Kinko's. Yeah, um, and like I even pulled. I just Googled art on Google. On, and just took the first photo that I saw and put it on because I didn't. You want wanted it. cover art? Yeah, but I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you did. Um, uh, I wanted cover art, but I didn't want to really think about what it was because I just, just decided last the cover second. Just so, like in a funny attempt, I was like half baked by Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think I I did it intentionally. I just thought it was funny. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, like. Um, so I show up and like 
three people are there. Um, and I'm on, I'm on time. Like it's time to start. And like three people are there, which like, I'm like, whatever, that's fine. Like they're late. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like this incredibly decrepit, um, <laughs> like viola cello player that shows up early. Um, a, <laughs> uh, um, a piano player, mm -hmm. um, who was playing her scales and sounded like she was warming up and doing like whatever she was doing, you know? Cool. And like reading through the piece, like she had gotten the music. I had given her the part and she started looking at it because I think I had sent them the parts beforehand or something, or I had it's given nice them to the other guy. Yeah. Um, and so she was looking at him at it and I was like, Oh shit. I recognize that. I know that I wrote that part. Uh -huh. And like, she's like writing stuff and doing fingerings and stuff. And then there's this guy that like comes in with the harp in like a Hawaiian t-shirt and some cargo pants. And I'm like, this guy's relaxed. Um, and <laughs> it's like a tiny harp. I, I, it was like I, he was carrying it on his back. And mm -hmm. I was like, where? Huh? And and he wrote it for full on. Because I full that, on big old harp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it for full on. And he's like, well, yeah, I, I didn't you know, like I played at Warren's wedding. who's <laughs> the conductor. <laughs> and he got like a Celtic wedding harp harp player and he That's couldn't sick. he couldn't really read music he was like <laughs> i haven't done this in a while but but um and like his, he didn't know how to tune his harp Dude, just, it was just like, i feel like that that needs to happen in like every composer's <laughs> life it's just yeah. like the first moment of just like complete disenchantment <laughs> just full disappointment at everything that that you worked hard on yeah um and so I was, um, like, taken back, but I was, like, I, I, like, was trying not to be pissed about the harp player, but I was, like, excited to see everybody else. Mm -hmm. The cello player starts playing, and it sounds so out of tune and bad, <laughs> and, like, just, like, nasty, um, and, like, the rhythms aren't right, what she's reading and stuff like that, and, like, I don't know. She's just she's just sitting there playing it super slow and wrong. <laughs> um like and, and I'm like, uh, okay. Um and the um the uh and then the other people start showing up. Everybody showed up eventually. Um the That's violin good. player, yeah. The violin player um like has some form of of like spasm sounding like she's just super old and shaky when she's playing i'm sure that she was good in her day but mm -hmm. like lady can't hold a note this is all i i don't care i i like i would have loved to have written a piece for these people specifically nowadays you know yeah. like it's not about the fact that they were bad at their instruments or that i thought they were bad at their instruments it was just it was like actually dealing with reality for the first time yeah um versus me always having like always recording everything myself and always um like using the computer um for playback yeah and it and it had spoiled me and um like 
the the violin and the viola player and but the clarinet player and the piano player were good they were um and then the conductor shows up last and he's like all right everybody up and it was like what <laughs> like what are you doing like like these people are old don't make them stand up <laughs> um and he was like this is the composer of the day and he sounded like so sarcastic when he was talking and he's like, Sean Smith, you want to say something about this piece? And I was like, no, just we're, I, if I, I got to do stuff later, <laughs> like, I, I didn't say that, but like, I didn't, I was like, but he was like, go on, say something. And I was like, thank you guys so much for playing my piece, for coming out here. Uh -huh. Um, like blah, blah, blah. It was like the first time that I had ever thanked anybody for caring about my music i feel like um which was odd um not the last um and i don't know like and then he was like okay let's do it and so like i had hired or no that recording guy that's what it was i was gonna say i had i had hired but i don't think that i did that the the recording the guy that recorded my band had some microphones and I was oh, like can you help okay. me make can you help me make a recording yeah um because he the dude who was like the local the local yeah, band yeah 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 because he he like had like when I was like doing stuff and talking about music with him like he was the first person that like told me that I might have like quote unquote perfect pitch because I was just like referring to shit like like with notes or whatever and yeah. like was like can, let's start from the blah 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 like and he like sat there and tested me with like a little sine wave synth cool. he's like what note is this what note is this what note is this he was really cool um but he had i think he it was him that had helped me with recording this there was mm -hmm. like also vaguely another recording person in the mix yeah um for but was this um, at like a like a rehearsal space or like the place where they played it's like, like the auditorium or like it's so weird to describe what it is so it's like an old building that's like it's in it's in downtown scottsdale <laughs> and it's like i would describe so, it as like an old quaint hall Okay. That's so used like for a little hall. concerts. Yeah. Okay. So um, not like a studio or something like that. It's just no. like yeah, like a stage. Yeah. It's like a hall. So yeah. he brought like the big some big mics and stuff like that. Uh huh. And um. And I was just like, just record it all. I'll just patch it together, like the parts that sound best or whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, cause like. Um, or else I the first thing that I wanted to do was do it in sections, like, um, like. I had all the rehearsal markings and shit, yeah. you know? It's, like, funny how organized all this seems. It's so not, not how, I, <laughs> how I do things now. Um, but, but um, yeah, and so this conductor just, like, just keeps conducting no matter what. <laughs> doesn't stop and everybody's like lost and off and he does this for like 10 minutes like for the first 10 minutes like i guess like i know that that's a, a tactic how long is the how long's the piece um like eight <laughs> and <laughs> it's yeah. going on and it's already a slow piece it was at like quarter note equals 60 uh-huh um 
and and um and it's just going on and like he just keeps conducting um and he keeps conducting and like eventually he stops and he's like back from the beginning <laughs> and i was like um i just sat there because i wasn't sure if this is how it happened i mean every once in a while he'd make like some remark but like the heart player was just like plucking a note every once in a while um like that's bong. tight dude i wonder <laughs> like, what that dude was thinking about Dude, he was probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, like I, I feel like Warren offered him like twenty bucks to be there, um, <laughs> to just come and bring anything that he to had. bring a harp, bring any and kind. sit in front of the music and pluck a note. <laughs> like, That's so cool, dude. Yeah. No, I get shit like that now, and people are just like, "Can you come like play piano?" And I'm just like, "I, I'll try." I, I like. I would like to say for the record that like I was willing to I. I was told to give the money to Warren Cohen and that he was going to give it to everybody else. Yeah. And that like, it could be whenever was convenient for everybody and yeah. like was very much not trying to impose anything. No, it sounds um, like I'm, I'm not saying it was my were. first time. And I, like, I, I think, I think I feel just, like people are fucked about how they, how they treat, how they treat you, Leo. Um, Oh, me specifically. <laughs> no, or, but you're kind. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, that, that, that that the from the sound of your 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 harp player that's like a sp- specific <laughs> like breed of just like not giving a shit but like still willing to be paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's some that's some next level uh um, checked out right. <laughs> checked out musicians <laughs> shit so anyway it's um tight. like after a while, at halftime, I guess, so he, at 30 minutes, he decides to take a break. <laughs> it was like a short five-minute break. Like, this guy is obviously scamming me. Uh-huh. Like, it dawns on me, like, um, later that, uh-huh. that he's scamming me. Still, I'm, like, I talked to him in the inter- in the thing, and I was like, okay, um, does the harp player have the strings? Like, uh, like can because he doesn't have any pedals. And I don't think it's a chromatic harp. And it's like, and he was like, no, he yeah. <laughs> doesn't. It's like, okay. Um, can, can the, can, what can we do? <laughs> I was like so confused. Cause I was like, this isn't working. I thought that like everybody was going to show up and you were going to do like conduct and like put it together. Yeah. And he was like, it's too hard for them. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, huh. <laughs> um, I see that. Um, how, and I was just like, can we, cause at this point it's like, I don't know. Like he has like, he supposedly everybody has to leave in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, no, you you kind of fucked. I'm, and I was like, okay, can we just record the slow parts, like the slow parts, and really work at them trying to be like right? Yeah, just the slow parts. And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, please. <laughs> he was like, okay. And so he goes back. He calls break time off. <laughs> Um, and is like, okay, we're gonna do it from the beginning. 
like, you're just what? in the sidelines yeah. like a-okay like, boss <laughs> thanks yeah, good talk like, yeah, good hustle. No, i was like are you i was like boiling i was like my soul was so crushed my parents were there garrett was there like <laughs> Devin was there at the time like and it was just sounded so bad and it was the first time <laughs> that anybody had heard my music in, on, in real life uh, and the, I was and I, I finally was like can we please just do like try section A one more time and then do section C this part doesn't have any harp uh-huh. or whatever you know um, and <laughs> and um, so I got a couple of recordings of, of like the slow parts which are still wrong um but kind of right Uh um and jody rockmaker got so pissed at at, like that conductor because i had recorded the whole thing and i played the whole recording of like and you could hear us talking too like, (laughs) like me being like do you think like we could and how he didn't like like the whole thing was recorded and dr rockmaker was like if i ever come across this person or like i don't know like i'm gonna give him peace of my mind this guy scammed you sean and i was like (laughs) like i was oh but like the piano person afterwards like was like still asking questions about how to play my piece after and i was like shout out to piano players oh and and i was like so genuinely touched and she like would play it and she was like would it help if i recorded some of these piano parts like i've got nothing to do um and (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like i wanted to cry because i had felt like i this was right after that rehearsal Uh uh-huh and i was like um because i i had to do something i don't know what it was um but i was like can i get your your phone number old lady <laughs> um and she was like yeah and so she's actually the first time that i took piano class i took it with her um that's nice and she she did bartok microcosmos with me she sounds cool yeah shout Peggy. out to that lady and Peggy. she had like these i still have some of her old scores she was like just a quiet lady with a bunny rabbit who lived alone Mm. Um and my type. <laughs> <laughs> and oh and we did Dolla Piccola and Oh yeah. Um like I brought all of it in, but she was always willing to do it. Um which I thought was really tight. Um so that was something really cool that came out of it. Um Wait, so did you wind up ever sending those did you send those recordings in? Yeah. Uh like I to s- Juilliard and like Eastman and stuff so like I that. put a CD, I made a CD and on it like was the MIDI version and then certain rehearsal sections with real instruments. Cool. Um, to just show that I had tried. <laughs> like, like I just want, and then I just didn't try. I was just like, fuck it. MIDI's better I bet than if, this. if like any of like any actual composers listened to it, they would just be like, ah, uh, yeah, I, I know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. I was just like, funny. they're going to think that like I, I failed them. <laughs> yeah. But like I, I couldn't imagine that in my head at the time. I was like, this ruins like my whole college plan. Like Word. people are gonna think that my music sounds like shit. Um, and so I used MIDI for the other two, even though I wasn't really supposed to, I guess. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, so huh. applying to college, you send that shit in, um, and then you have to go in and. If you get 
picked out of the pre-screening, which is like an email that you get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or a letter in some cases. Then you go in for like an interview with an the, interview and a theory the test. Yeah. Um, which is different than what you do if you're a performer. Like yeah. I had to go in and on some cases like explain my music, quote like or like say what I like how I made it or like they would sit and listen to it in the room with you sometimes, which I thought was cool. Yeah. It's like, I know you heard it this way. Um, (laughs) like, like we all heard the same thing. Right. Uh Like, um, and like, there were always these theory tests. This is where I first met Ryan was at the theory test for, we'll have him on here sometime. Um, and he can talk about his own experience at Juilliard. Hell yeah. But, um, but so you've got like an interview with the faculty. You've got the theory tests, which are pretty intensive in terms of like classical. My favorite music. was Manus's. Manus was just a round that just kept going, and people were just like constantly patrolling. Once it looked like you had gotten enough things wrong, they were, like would just tap you on the shoulder. And um, that's intense. Yeah, and then so like, but I I made it to like where the doctorate kids were. I felt real proud. I felt like I had done it. That's all I want cared about. The Manus guy just immediately started saying that, like, talking about, like, if I went there, um, like, this and this and this would happen. Like, yeah, you would, like, I think you should study with me, blah, blah, blah. Um, some schools were really, like, cool and open. Like, um, Manus was, like, very... Manus, even though the theory test was kind of intense, mm-hmm. it was kind of cool because like you never get to flex those skills, <laughs> and 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 um, you never they don't matter, and it only matters then. So this is like um, this is like ear training, like dictation. Ear training, yeah. I had to do a lot of sight singing, which was yeah. which was fine. Dude, I think um, I did this too, and I probably got to, to like round one, and they kicked me out. I sucked <laughs> at all that stuff. Um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you learn it if you don't know it already, yeah. and that's that. Um, but, but um, yeah, like Eastman, I had to answer so m- like he had he had heard that my my cause one of the guys at Eastman also studied with um, his name is Bob Morris. Also studied with Milton Babbitt, I think. Shout out to our boy Babbitt. And I think he was quizzing me to quiz my teacher who had also studied with Milton Babbitt to see what I had learned about serialism. It was like the entire interview was like shit that I don't know now, but like about like, you know, like hexachords and like certain parts of the Berg violin concerto or like that kind of stuff. Damn. Real intense serial shit that like only I feel like him and Jody Rodnick know <laughs> that I was like the medium between. And they were just, just like, yes, he taught me feud. this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um Uh, that's cool and and um yeah fuck eastman though they're the only one that said that like you also have to get in on an instrument so at this point like i had already like given up entirely on voice and didn't really care anymore and like hadn't really focused and had like i don't know i was also like drinking and smoking pot a lot um and my voice had just like totally I had stopped caring. And yeah. I'd, so what did you try to audition with? Voice. Um, oh, at Eastman. Yeah, but okay. my like my it was at like eight o'clock at night because I wasn't really applying for voice, so you have like lower priority. Yeah. And it was like after I had done all my tests and I had to go up on this big stage and I just like phoned it in, 
like didn't even try it. It was just like la da 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 da. Even though I like I don't know like that's not what I was there to do, and I was kind of pissed that I had to do it, and I was pit- I hated Eastman. The only reason I was interested in it was because like it was similar theory shit to the shit that I was already being taught, and I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, but and then New England Conservatory does didn't even have one actually. Didn't have a test. I didn't have to go to New England oh, Conservatory. Cool. They just sent me a letter. That's nice. Um, and then I had that with uh, I think I applied to like Iowa, and they sent me this big warning letter that was like, if you don't come here in person, your <laughs> chance of getting in is not as high. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm still not gonna do that. Juilliard's though was was the multiple day one. Where you take a theory test, and then if you pass the theory test, then you get to then you get to meet the four composition people, and explain it's like some all of your yeah shit. <laughs> oh, and then explain your music to each one of them personally, and have like a personal interview with each of them, uh-huh. um, which is um, how I met uh, Christopher Rouse. Yeah. Um, Who were the other three then? Sam Adler, John Corleano, and Beezer. Oh, so it was like the same four your whole time there. Nobody yeah. got swapped out. Well, I mean, um, the dude who the dude who listened to my piano audition at Juilliard uh, got fired before I right before I graduated for diddling kids. Holy shit! Yeah, I made it out. I made it out just after he did. <laughs> <laughs> I lasted longer than him. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Uh, anyway, um, so like Ryan, I had seen at multiple theory tests. It was like a joke. Now we were just like, "Hey, I, how you doing?" Like, hey, 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 hey. oh, like we at both, different schools. Yeah. Oh shit. We were like, because we, we we applied to the same schools. Like every single one, I saw. Dude, Ryan I at. made no buddies throughout all that. Um, that was just like a shit experience through and through. Yeah, I had reckon, I especially because there's like no real like testing for most of like I had like maybe a couple little sit down tests at different like random schools, but like it wasn't any kind of like communal thing. So like me and Ryan were, this sounds corny to say, but we were just always we were always finished first, like, um, and Ryan would finish way ahead of me, and I would get, I was like this kid is either like doesn't know any of these answers or is like super smart, um, and so like after. First, I saw him at the Eastman test, which was, like, the for all of the rigorous theory that I was asked, like, in person, uh-huh. th- their, like, standardized theory test was a joke. <laughs> it was, like, what note is this? Like, shit like that. Um, and me and Ryan, like, were, like, laughing about it because we had, that was, like, not our first one of those at uh-huh. that point. Because um, I had seen him, and I was, like, I think I saw you at, like, um, somewhere else. Um, and so then I saw him again at, um, Manhattan and then Manus (laughs) and then, and then the last one was Juilliard and I saw him in the Barnes and Nobles beforehand. Then I was like, shout out to BNN. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's like a big glass intimidating building. This is back when the century 21 was still a Barnes and Noble. Hell yeah. Um, do you remember that? No, that Rip. happened the year after. Oh shit. Um but but um 
Yeah, and then we went and took the theory test, and I feel like Ryan finished it in 20 minutes. I mm-hmm. kid you not. It was a three-hour test, wherein you had to, like... You're like, he finished it as quickly as one could humanly finish it. Um, <laughs> a little savant. Yeah, he's a little savant, and he was, like... Um, I don't know. Like, I finished it. You had to write like the exposition to a fugue you had to um tra- like transcribe they played like a Bach invention and you had to write it down on paper like uh-huh. the first eight measures um tons of bullshit about instruments and their ranges and stuff like that um like s- scores how they're supposed to look um theory tests that kind of shit yeah um and yeah like and in hindsight, it really doesn't matter how you do. They just want to know, and they just want to be intimidating about it yeah. also. Um, so um, Ryan, I, I saw him after and was like, did you actually do it that fast? And he was like, yeah. Uh, and he was like, <laughs> um, you know, just being Ryan, yeah. just being like, this place is kind of weird anyway. I don't know. Um, good luck. And th- that was kind of it. And, and then, um, and then we saw each other again, like two days later, you know, because we, we both passed whatever round yeah, that was. Or yeah. Whatever. Because yeah. we had both passed whatever round that was. And, um, I was like, who do you want to study with? And he was like, Carigliano. Cause everybody wanted to study with Carigliano. Cause he wrote the red violin. <laughs> The, exactly. The only thing keeping classical music alive <laughs> in our century. Um <laughs> that fucking the reruns of the of the dead violin. Um but <laughs> on cable. But um John Carigliano f- for all those who are really interested to know what he looks like in person has had lots of plastic surgery. <laughs> which really I didn't even recognize cuz I knew what his face looked like. Like you Google these people, yeah, you know, like does like, not look the classical musicians are also just very fond n- of notorious old ass <laughs> pictures of themselves. I think they've got a real big fear of aging, yeah. or a big fear of like going out and getting their picture taken. <laughs> but um, so yeah, then you like Rouse was like eating a a ton of popcorn, um, and like yelling for more diet coke, um. In, like at like his lackey doctoral students or whatever um adler asked me about like the history of french baroque opera of which i knew fucking nothing <laughs> like i only knew modern music shit and like random like beethoven stuff yeah and like the german romantic shit um and beezer I just like I just got the weirdest vibes from him. Like I he I think he was wearing sunglasses, but it was like inside. <laughs> um but like to be fair, like yeah, like there's glass windows and I think the sun was like coming in the room. But but like I don't know. Um and then Carigliano was just like, It's very nice. Very well done. And it was he was just kinda old and sweet and nice. And it always has been to me. I gotta say. Um, cool. I has guess. always been, has always complimented my music when I feel like everybody else was just trying to make critiques to just make them, or else, um, like, um, but, but Rouse was like eating diet 
eating a whole bottle of diet. (laughs) Might as well have been. Like, listening to my shit and, Uh, like, the MIDI came on and he's like, is that MIDI? And I was like, duh. And he jammed another bottle of Coke. He's like, turn it off. Turn it off. I hate that. And I was like, okay, sorry. Uh, I can you know, I couldn't get, and he's like so flipping, inviting. flipping through my, the pages of my score, getting butter all over him and shit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, ew. That's so gross. Like, yeah. And Dude, he's like, fuck. he's like, you want to, you want to go here? And I was like, yes. And he's he like, like, sorry, I was talking to the, the floor. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, then he like kind of gets up and goes to the piano and he like plays a chord and he's like, what kind of chord is this? And I was like, uh, you know, I tell I tell him and like does does like a ton of chords, gets into like weird jazzy chords. Then he's like, gets weird and he's like, "What tricord is this?" And I what's was, your mom look like? <laughs> what's your mom look like? And I I make like some weird attempt. I don't know if I got the tricord right because he only asked me one. Uh-huh. And he's like, yes. He asked me again. He sat back down and started thumbing through another score, getting butter and diet coke all over it. <laughs> Um, and, and was like, uh, you know, you want to go here? And I was like, yes. And he's like, you want to study with me? And I was like, sure. Do you want more popcorn? <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I going to be your lackey? Um, like, like he said more. But somehow I don't remember what else. That doesn't matter. But um, like it was very much like not about music at all, except for can I do I know what chords these are? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, to be fair, um, mattered to him. Like yeah. the, to be able to hear it because he the reason I wanted the the reason I said yes was because he was somebody who wrote at a desk without any piano or anything like that and i liked the way his music sounded at the time yeah and i thought that that was really cool because i was trying to do that but would always get lazy and go back to doing the computer and like like i always i always tried to start from pencil and paper um that was a jody rock makerism i think it's like just sit there with the ideas for a while and stare at them looking at them and like drawing them out is like somehow kind of connected to all of it in a weird way. Right. Um, and so, yeah, but I got in and, uh, was told that I was, um, going to study with him. Um, I had like a crazy fucking, like, just like the bumpiest fucking, like, college like admission fucking season ever uh so yeah i sent all these tapes in everybody required different pieces so like the goal at at the start was to figure out like what's the least amount of pieces i can play that will apply to all of these things sent all those in got auditions at a couple different places um and then yeah, did like a did like a the first things that were up were a couple places in the Midwest, like Indiana and mm-hmm. Cleveland and uh what was it called? Windy Cleveland, Anna. Cincinnati, I think was another one that I applied to cuz there was a cool teacher there. It was all it was all based on teachers 
that right. like my teacher knew or somebody knew or somebody recommended to me as being like worth like studying with or at least meeting and talking to. So um I just I think I went like more ham at the piano than I've like ever been or proceeded to do uh in my life. Like for the last for the last um like month of fucking pre-audition season I was practicing like nine or ten hours like every day on like this hour and a half of like repertoire but and how it would start with like me like, like sitting when down when did you get out of school um like noon it was also no, uh, our school had like a like a J term where like we just did like music stuff and that kind of thing which like coincided with being right before um Right before auditions. A J term? J term at our school was just like everybody like got together to play in a musical or something like that. And that because it was like a performing arts fucking stupid ass school. Um, so everybody got together to do this. And I just remember having a meeting with like the, the dean of whatever. And I was just like, yo, like I'm trying to like apply to this. It's going to be really wild. Do you mind if I just like stay home instead of like playing piano for the musical and uh, practice this? And so he gave me permission to do that. Um so yeah, it would start by me like playing through every piece from start to finish, which took Wait, like so an hour and a half. Wait, so you didn't go to school this whole time for like for like these like two and a half weeks or three weeks or whatever oh, this okay. was, like because it was everybody was working on like fucking little shop of horrors and <laughs> didn't need me there anyways. So I just stayed at home and like it was just like an extended holiday break basically. Um, so yeah, I would like sit and go through all of these pieces every morning. And then I would, like, make notes of everything that didn't work. And then I would just spend the next, like, seven hours sitting there, like, working through everything that didn't work and trying to figure out why. And, like, probably exhausted myself more than I've, like, ever been and just felt like shit the whole time. Like, it was the first time that I'd been, like, playing piano that just felt it wasn't miserable. Fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was just, like, it was just me sitting there, like working my ass off and just feeling like I wasn't getting better and I wasn't good enough and everything was fucking miserable all the time. And I was working on, like, really hard shit, too. This was, like, I think there was, like, a Chopin, like, the fourth ballade and, like, some really hard etudes. And this was this is when I started the Berg Sonata. I decided I wanted... To, that was, like, the most fun part of it was Hell that yeah. I, was, I was playing that and nobody I knew played that. And it took me we like we hang out because we knew about Berg in high school. Yeah, shout out to our. We'll we'll get to that in our next episode. Um, but yeah, no, I I played the Berg Sonata. I learned it for like it took me like four months to learn the piece and just be able to play it start to finish. And then uh, was working on it. Yeah, so all this shit, and I'm waiting to hear back about even if I like got an audition in all these schools. Um, got them. And then did like a fucking road trip with my mom to to like the three in the Midwest. And then I went to New York to do my audition for Juilliard and Manus. Oh my God. Indiana was the first one I did an audition at. And I, uh, I remember it like so vividly as just like my first college audition. And we get like led past like the the big auditorium and they put me in like a little warm up practice room in this like depressing ass building. And then they're like, we'll come get you when it's your time. <laughs> Executioner like, style. Oh, my God. And so I'm sitting there just, like, panicking. And then they, they grab me, and I'm just, like, imagining. Like, I've been playing in, like, competitions that are usually in, like, 
there's like a stage or something and you have to go play and there's people in the audience and they lead me like past the stage up a flight of stairs and then into just some dude's office <laughs> and I like walk in and there's two pianos side by side like it's somebody's teaching studio there's two pianos side by side and uh they're both just aimed at the wall and there's a couch behind them so like when you sit down sit to down. play the piano you've got your back to like these five old dudes who are all just squished together on a couch so weird and so like i, What's I like this is indiana yeah. and i was like i walked in and i was like hi and they're like what do you want to start with and i was like this and i like I just feel like they're all about to like jump on me, and I like sat down and started playing for them. They're all and playing they Candy would, like, Crush. Clap. <laughs> they would like clap to get me to stop, and it scared the shit out of me because I couldn't even see them. Uh, and then yeah, just left there being like, "Oh my god!" Like that was the worst shit. And like, there's no way I got into that school. This was fucking awful. <laughs> and then just repeated that process like four more <laughs> times for all these other schools. Like went to Cincinnati, did that. Uh, went to, went to Cleveland. Cleveland was weird, man. Their whole, all their practice rooms are in a basement. It's so sad. Uh, Cincinnati was pretty. I like that city. Uh, and then, um, and then went to New York, which is kind of where I was most excited to go because as I said, there's this cool lady named Dakovska at Manus and Bob at, uh, at Juilliard. And I, I went to, I went to Manus and did my audition there and like Dakovska recognized me and like I played for her and then she came out like afterwards and was like like I really hope you like come here because you're totally in and I was like oh that's that's cool or whatever I guess um that's that's nice to hear thanks and then she fucked off and then I went to Juilliard and did my audition there so my Juilliard audition process was basically I did like the main event, which was like playing. you have to prepare more music for Juilliard, right? Than other places, yeah. Uh, I think Juilliard and Manus were like roughly the same thing. I also, for some reason, picked out like almost the longest Beethoven sonata to play. So my audition was just like a half hour longer than everybody Which else's. What? Opus motherfucking seven in E flat major. It's just as early long shit for some reason. Uh, so I played that, um, which is just like a nerve wracking process, man. I, w I remember walking into that like rehearsal. It's the orchestral rehearsal room on like the fifth floor. And I like walked in and there's just a piano in the center of the room. And then those like fold up card tables. And it's just like all the most fucking famous teachers just sitting in a row there and they like don't really say anything and it's just like so silent and upsetting and just feels like you're in this like fucking fish tank and like go and sit down. And I always started with the Berg cause it was the only thing I was having fun playing. Um, oh. and yeah, they, they, they listen to like 15 minutes, 20 minutes or some shit like that. And then, uh, and then I remember leaving. So you played Berg and then what else? There was Berg, there was the Chopin fourth ballade, there was a Beethoven, that Beethoven sonata, mm -hmm. the E flat. So uh, how much of each did they hear? Did they listen to one more than the rest? I don't think any place actually heard every piece. Like they hear, because they, they want to hear up to like a certain point of each piece, like a structural right. point of each piece. So they basically just pick like three. I'm pretty sure they heard like Berg. I remember they heard the Chopin ballade. 
they might have heard a little Bach. I played the Bach E minor Toccata too. And then I think I played a Chopin and a Liszt Prelude. I think they heard the Liszt, no, Etude. They heard a Liszt Etude, um, which was cool because I didn't know how to play this one Chopin Etude that they I had decided for some reason to try to prepare. And I just remember like almost having a heart attack because they were like, let's hear the Etude. And I was like, <gasps> and they were like, by Liszt. And I was like, okay, I know that one. Um, so yeah, played that for, for everybody. It was probably like 15 minutes. They hear like three or four snippets. Um, and then they tell you that there's going to be like a list posted downstairs in the lobby of those who like are advancing to the, the, the next round or whatever. Um, so I just remember like, yeah, like an hour later to, no, it was probably a couple hours later. I came back and my name's on the list of like the seven people for that day. At which point, um, they brought us upstairs and had us do like a keyboard skills test, which is basically just like transposing and sight reading and uh, reading like figured bass and shit yeah. like that in like a room by yourself with this one like adjudicator who was kind of sucked. And then there was like, now you have to go take the theory test and the theory blah, 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 blah. And I remember getting all prepared for like my whatever I was going to do, like analyzing some music or like transposing some shit or like dictation. And then I sat down and they handed out like a written exam and I flipped it over and they're like, this is the, the written portion of this. Please begin now. And I flipped over the page and the first question was like, define rhythm. <laughs> and I just remember like sitting there staring at it being like, the, <laughs> the fuck, fuck? <laughs> like what the fuck is this and uh and then just got real philosophical but like the theory t- i think one of the questions is like why do you want to play music and i was like okay this this is a test but this isn't a, <laughs> this isn't a theory test like i don't know what this is but uh yeah um and then i and then i remember the next morning or that night or something like that they were like come back and you'll see the people from that group that have advanced and I came back and it was like four names and I was on it. And I just remember feeling like I just got punched in the gut or something. Like I saw it and I saw my name there and I was just like, fuck, like I guess that was, that felt good. But like, Jesus Christ, does this feel awful in general? And like, I, it was like a, it was like a real fuck. I, it was very informative to like how I deal with good things for the rest of my life is that like, I finally like got to a certain point of what I wanted and then just like went and like curled up into a ball and didn't want to talk to anybody for like several hours. Like it just sucked for some reason. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know what that was, but, uh, it's a huge release of fucking like, like stress and like tension, but like it hadn't even, okay. So this is the fuck. Cause you m- can't think about like, I don't know. You're talking about when you saw that you got in. No, this is when this I is saw when that saw I was that just passed. in consideration. For, right. Like, all this meant was that I was still in the running. Right. And they were like, we'll let you know in three months. Right. And I, I was just like, <laughs> like, fuck. Right, because like, that, that's all you can do at that point. I remember feeling like that, too. You yeah. just feel, like, empty. I feel, I, I, I remember just feel like my feeling soul like, got just, like, beat up that so, day. It's, like, nine months of, like, that's all you do and think about. Yeah. And, like, everything you have to fucking do revolves around that. Like, you literally have to go different places and meet all these fucking people. And, like, in your case, like, perform and shit, which is way more stressful than mine. Like, I just felt, like, like... 
I really had no control over what I was going to be asked, you know? Word. Like, but, but with you, like, I feel like it's different. Yeah, it's like a personal, like, like attack, kind of. Yeah, like, I just felt like I, like, I was gonna, like, study at ASU. It wasn't until I had done a couple that I was like, okay, like... I this the these tests aren't that hard. Like yeah. I've asked a couple of other people to show me their music, and it looks like like it's not so far off from me. You know, like um, like I don't know. I remember like it. It came to it was a slow realization that it would it was a real possibility yeah. or like a possibility at all, and like especially like making it past like all those fucking rounds it's like why do you have to do that like just do it all i get i don't know like so this is the that the like the headspace that i was in leading up to this was that those like eight nine ten hour days of practicing like killed me and it was like it was the first time i kind of just hated playing piano and then also the first time that i kind of just like quit like yeah yeah like the week leading up to like the first like hurdle of auditions and stuff like that i just like kind of stopped and like i remember my parents being like kind of weirded out because they were like pretty into this too and like all about like helping me out and like trying to like make sure that i had everything i needed to like do this and blah 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 blah. and i went from practicing like nine hours a day to just like i i went over and kind of ran through like one piece and then just was like that's it i'm done for today (laughs) and like i can't do this anymore this sucks and like i just want to be over with um and that kind of freaked me out too because i was like it was weird. There was like a certain part of me that was like, if I don't keep up this like fucking regiment that I've got, like, uh, if I don't get into like these schools, then it's just like a sign that like I needed to have kept up that regiment <laughs> that I needed to like keep going. And that this is kind of me giving up and just like trying to take into account my like sanity instead right. of like the music. And then maybe that's like a sign of like that I'm not cut out for it or whatever if I like need to like try to like take care of myself in the process of like doing all this bullshit. Um so it's like it's like April or whatever and I start getting like emails and like Iowa is like, "Yeah, you're in." And like Indiana, which I didn't even think I would get in, was like, "Yeah, you're you're in. April? We we liked you in our like studio or whatever." April? I don't know, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, April. Yeah. April. Yeah. Uh and so, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into all these places that I auditioned for, which felt really cool. Juilliard just isn't fucking responding. Yeah. And it's just, like, the last one. <laughs> and, like, I fucking had such, like, a complex built into my brain because I even got into, like, Manus, which was, like, some pla- a place I really wanted to go. And I liked that teacher a lot. And it was cool. And Juilliard was still holding out. And I was just, I just remember sitting there being, like, if I don't get into Juilliard, then, like, I'm just going to have this like creepy feeling that it was because I like stopped practicing for that like week leading up to this. And then I'm just like not cut out. I'm not good enough for Juilliard. It like got really into my head. It was really fucked up. And then, uh, dude, they did the worst shit too. I remember I got an email from Juilliard when I woke up one morning in like April and I like, I was like, Oh my God fuck like this is finally like gonna uh, resolve all this stuff it? did they postpone it dude they they gave me an email and said dear like whatever this is uh the email to inform you that the results of your audition will be informed to you tonight 
at 6 p.m. or whatever. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I that. Just like, just why you got to ruin my like whole day? Like, just send me the email. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Um, I think like my the only thing I, I I I like waited all day and was just like horribly fucking nervous and in my own head. And then at like I just remember at, like 5 p.m. Results were out at six. I just like went to bed <laughs> and then like woke up at like eight thirty and checked my email and got in. And like whatever feeling that was right after my audition was just like so much more so then. Like yeah. I I think I just like got it and then like shut my computer and went back to bed and like didn't like want to talk or like do anything for the next couple days. Um, that whole process just fucking yeah, man. It's real fucking soul crushing. Like that whole process, like elicited a bunch of like emotional responses. I didn't know I had at that point. Yeah, dude. I feel like I remember like lashing out at people sometimes like Devin or whatever, which is like something I don't do. I feel like, yeah, unless I'm under like really considerable stress. And it was like the, it was really, you're right. It's like the first time. That I, it was like the first time that you, I felt, um, like a lot of these fucking like frustrated, like sick of it, fucking like I'm done real life shit, you know? And for that, I'm actually kind of like, I don't know. And I don't think nearly to the extent that you were like, uh, I was always at least doing something like new and something that I felt like, um, like it didn't matter if like. I don't know. I I was really pretty content to study at ASU, if that's what yeah. that meant. Like, I wanted to go to New York, and the more I did it, the more time I invested in it, the more I wanted to go, you yeah. know? And, like, like, or the more you think about it. I, I, wa- saying that you want to go, it's like you don't even think – like, you just are concerned with – doing all the shit like you've signed up for or whatever yeah no that's what i'm like, saying is it's like, like you just like hop on this like fucking train that yeah. just like doesn't stop for a year yeah and like like i remember we got the the same email that was the email that's when that when it's gonna be posted and i remember <laughs> the same that. feeling yeah. um and i was just like dude fuck this like just <laughs> do it just like do it because like there was you know, like, I I had already decided, like, like that, because I had gotten into New England Conservatory, which was where Dr. Rockmaker went. Yeah. And, like, Boston sounded cool. I don't know. I didn't know anything. Boston doesn't sound cool now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, um, and I was like, I was, like, fine. Like, I... I hadn't. I didn't get into Eastman. That was the first one that I heard about, and I was like, "Fucking Eastman, fuck Eastman." Yeah. Because like, I didn't. Because I didn't get in. Because you wanted voice. to reject them. Yeah. <laughs> because I. I just didn't even you have the, the heart. Satisfaction. Um. And I got it, and I was like, "Fine." But I had gotten this stupid letter from the faculty of the composition that was like, "We wish that you had passed that <laughs> test because we really wanted you to come here." Thanks. It was like, fuckers. "Fuck you, dude." Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of good that does me. Like, like you piece of shit. Um, but, but yeah, it was like we were gonna get the email at four o'clock, right? And mm-hmm. it was like. 3.30, I think, and I had come home from school or doing something. I was, I had, like, half days at that point, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and 
like there was like 30 minutes and my parents were both home um and they were like uh what do you want to do and i just like turned on the tv and spongebob was on and oh. i remember and i i sat and watched spongebob and then went and checked the email and my parents were like so happy and i felt like i didn't give a shit at all <laughs> like, yeah like i remember like, I remember, like, like, <laughs> like that's my distinct memory is being like like feeling like I was like forcing a smile, not because I wasn't glad that I got in, but like because it didn't like it like it's too much to process at one time. Like when you spend that much of your personal fucking self yeah. into it, it's like I did it. I forgot that I was trying to do something. Like and like like is like, but you don't. It's like a weird thing. Like you like it's not even a satisfaction. I didn't, and I would bet that that's not Dude, uncommon i was so happy so yeah my parents my parents heard and then we're like we have to celebrate we have to do this we have to do that like let's go there's this like tiny little restaurant that was like a couple blocks from our house and like let's go out there we'll call your sister and bring her over because she gives a shit <laughs> I'm like, cool all right everybody and then i just remember calling up my my, my girlfriend then and uh, it was like, do, do you want to come get like some dinner? Because my parents are like taking taking us out or something like that. And she was like, sure, uh, like come pick me up after this like rehearsal that I'm doing. I remember going over there, and it was just like so relaxing to just like not have to like be acting like yeah. I was as excited as everybody else was. She was just like, you got in, that's amazing. And I was like, I'm so tired of like, I'm so tired of this already. Like, <laughs> This is just this just feels like I, I yeah yeah I just like wanted to um like go do anything else yeah. when I heard I was like great I want to go back to whatever my life was before I did before all that I now. decided to do <laughs> like, this a year ago like uh yeah it's like the first thing is that like denial I don't think it is like because I I like. I was ready to accept that. No, because it's some like, shit that you did yourself. It's just like it's just like, I feel like that feeling is. Um, <laughs> it's a weird feeling because it's some shit you decided to do a year ago that a year later you just hate. <laughs> like it's like you dug your own grave, motherfucker. Yeah, like but, but you're you fucking doing it. this, and like the fact that you like did it doesn't really make up for the fact that you've been fucking dealing with this for right. a year and it's all because of your stupid self one year ago. <laughs> yeah. So my, my acceptance email was all this like, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, your main teacher will be, and then just like a blank spot. And I remember calling, calling, uh, what's her name? Somebody, Lee, no, Moan, I don't fucking know. Somebody at Julia would be like, what's that mean? And they were like, it means that, like, your first, like, choice for teacher hasn't, like, confirmed whether or not they can teach you yet. Which was, like, kind of crazy, because that was, like, the only reason I kind of wanted to go to Juilliard. Like, right. I didn't, I probably had some part of me that wanted, I, I wanted to go there because I didn't want to, like, follow that one kid to Manus. But, like, <laughs> honestly, like, the teacher at Manus was dope, and I would have been happy there studying with her. Um, but like would have rather gone to Juilliard cause I like this guy more. And, um, then just ensued, like, I think they tell you that on like April 1st and then you have to make a decision by May 1st or something like that. Um, I was on the phone with like the admissions office of that school, like once a week 
And then, like, once a day up to, like, the last fucking, like, three days of, like, April. To the point where the lady was just, like, she answered the phone and she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll walk up there and, like, knock on his door and see if he says anything different right now. And, like, I would just, like, be on hold. <laughs> and then she would come back down and, like, he's still trying to decide. And I was just oh my like, God. okay, this is getting fucking weird and, like, down to the wire. And, uh... A lot of schools, like, needed to know, like, what I was right. doing and shit like that for, like, financial aid and all that stuff. And, um, dude, yeah, it got down to, like, the final two days. And then, like, I think the teacher, Bob, just, like, called me and was, like, I'm really sorry it took so long. And, like, blah, 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 blah. And we had, like, a lot of master's students that didn't know what they were doing. But, like, I'd love to take you or something like that. And I was, like, fuck. And I, like... A plot had like accepted or confirmed or whatever the fuck and like I think I just like didn't care about anything for six months like or like however long it, <laughs> it took to like get to Juilliard and all that stuff like it was just like more like relief than I feel like I've ever felt like since or like before that was just like finally being done with all that shit because it was like it should have been done like the day I got that acceptance letter and for some reason got like stupidly prolonged for like another month for no reason. Dude, yeah. That sucked. I feel like relieved just hearing about all of this again. <laughs> that it's all over. That it was all over at that point. <laughs> Until we actually went. <laughs> yeah. Dude, stay tuned <laughs> for the whole disappointing saga. <laughs> of, of, uh, yeah, you don't. How you we don't, got to this point? You don't know. You don't know how we got to this living room in in the Bronx, but it's a it's a saga unto itself. Yeah. Um. Shout out to uh. I don't know. Fucking I'm that, trying to think that of who feeling was, like, of nice. just blank mind when, <laughs> when you do something Shout that you shouldn't that. have, but it's <laughs> kind of impressive. Word. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to go from here, so I think it's time we call it a night. Word. But uh, yeah, that was that was solid to get all get through all that. Yeah. <sighs> we out. We out. This here. has been. Uh, Another episode of two two our billions <laughs> for those billions for our billions. <laughs> Still sounds like four eyed billions. My four eyed billions. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, my my billions.